0: Hello, everybody. Before we get into this week's podcast, let me once again thank Mark M. Remzo, the host of the Second Print Comics Podcast, for being the sponsors of tonight's show. And the Second Print Comics Podcast is a really, really good podcast. And why I really do like them is that they have their own opinions. They're not shills. They're not doing just lip service stuff. They have their own opinions, and whether or not you agree with them or not, they're still enjoyable and entertaining to listen to. And they tell you why they have that Certain opinion which is something Very important to me you can't just Get on a podcast and say that sucks Or that is great that doesn't last and Why I have been listening to and Being a patron to the second Print Comics podcast for over a Year or so is because of That and with that Said just let me tell you what They're going to be coming out with this Wednesday when all of the podcast Episodes drop on their regular feed This Wednesday they have something That is really cool. They're going to be talking about the Jeff Lemire and Greg Smallwood Moon Knight story. Welcome to New Egypt, a story that really was part of the adaptation and the influence of what that Moon Knight TV series is going on right now. I am a Patreon, so I've already listened to the early access and I promise you it is a banger of an episode. So listen to that on Wednesday. In the meantime, You should also check out their Patreon, which is really, really good. And just to tie it in with that Moon Knight episode, they're also going through the Moon Knight television show as well as a bunch of other things on the Patreon. But go and check out Second Print Comics podcast. Go and subscribe and rate and review, listen, all of that. Then also go to at Second Print Pod on both Twitter and Instagram. Follow them there. Go to their website at secondprintcomics.com. And then finally, join me on their Patreon at patreon.com slash pod. But really, check out that Moon Night episode. I promise you, it's really, really good and gives you a good idea of what they do on their feed. So with that, thanks, Mark. Thanks, Remzo. And off to the show. <laughs>
1: Hello and welcome back to the only show that breaks down cracks up skews and reviews each week's DC Comics. I'm the heir to the Al Ghul family fortune, Eric Shea, and I'm Jim Warner, and this is the Weird Science DC Comics podcast, episode number four sixteen. Four sixteen. I'm not an heir to anything. Unfortunately, though, I might stink
0: up the air around me, as some have (laughs) shown me. Maybe even recently. I just did take a shower, but hey, that's not here. Welcome, welcome, all you weirdos here to the big. Podcast, you know, sponsored by the Get Fresh Crew uh, uh, and also America's sweetheart, Eric Shea. I I almost had a new song for you. Going into this,
1: almost you thought about it two minutes before we started recording. Almost had it for you, buddy. I'm
0: telling you, I'm, I'm in the shower actually, and I thought of it. A song came on, you know and I'm like,
1: oh right. And then I look, oh geez, I gotta get moving. You, you just can't say though, I almost had this done. I almost like, had it. You just came up with a concept or something. You had it's nothing It's just done. a concept. I might have two lines to this, and you end. don't even. And you're afraid you're going to forget it. No, yeah, I, I am. That's <laughs> why I'm
0: mentioning it. So then, when I edit this, I'll have it maybe. Just maybe. Eric. Almost it will done. Be, it will be featured. I'm going to, it's like dropping one of those I mystery trials.
1: I almost <laughs> had my taxes done. I thought about doing maybe. it once two months ago. I'm
0: going to drop it. Maybe a surprise drop at the end of this podcast. Eric. Maybe. Maybe not? not, but maybe I'm going to edit this out. Jess, what's going on? But hey, everybody, welcome to the show. We have been gone for a bit because of the Patreon spotlight. And if you aren't on the Patreon deal or spotlight, the whole Patreon all of the podcast last week So if you haven't heard us in a bit It's because you should go over to that Patreon Patreon.com slash weird science Where last week's episode was on Patreon only So we're back Not a ton of books here We have a couple here a plethora. for you tonight It's not I've been mentioning that on other podcasts About the plethora We have a half a plethora here Because the not, plethora is six Eric six. as we know We have so three books As I am want to do as we are about to start, just as I'm telling you three seconds on the clock, and I said, this won't take us too long, and then you got mad at me.
1: I've told you, time again and again, every time you say that, even when we work together, like, oh, we're about to have everything ready to go, something will get screwed up. And even with the podcast, this won't take long. Five hours later, it's like, okay, we're done. I hope like, that, well, maybe,
0: maybe I thought it would take six. So it didn't take long, Eric. It it did. So, and here is the thing. I thought thing. it would take two. I've mentioned this and I talked about it in the Slack because, you know, in my old age, Eric, I mean, I just turned 87. I ended up speaking of which. Happy birthday to Rob Lewis. Oh, yes. He's not 87. I going wait though, for the
1: but, roll call, but whatever.
0: Okay, but with that, I've kind of looked into some of the things that I think have been my craziness all my life, and I'm trying to figure it out. And I did find something that is such a on-the-nose thing where people have my certain deal with my attention span and things like that. You don't get a concept of time. Time does not really flow. And at one point, I could end up thinking two minutes had passed and it's five hours. And then I think that, you know, I'll be done something in a second and it takes three days. Isn't that called like narcolepsy? No, no. That's that's what you do when you started. You were doing the drugs. That's time travel, Eric. No, it's just the idea of time. So when people like this, and there was a full out example that I put in the slack of, People who do this tend to want to designate an amount of time something will take, knowing that it's always wrong and always off, but it's like a, a weird sort of thing that I have to do, but hey, I've, I've gotten better. I'm not like this is going to take three hours and forty two minutes or anything. I just said, this shouldn't be long, Eric. It's relative. It's all relative. Not to Speaking me. of which, you don't have that a lot of That drives me nuts. It does drive you nuts
1: because you don't have my problems, Eric. You should feel bad. I think that you should I be don't. canceled
0: now by not ending up. Recognizing I tell you, my hey, problem. don't do
1: this because it's going to cause this. I can't and you're like, help you know it. what? I'm going to do it anyway. Go fuck yourself.
0: When we were at work, I saw you licking the doorknobs and things like that. I didn't say, well, Eric, you shouldn't do that three times before we leave work, you know, because I knew. Don't tell me how to live my life. I'm not bothering exactly you. Exactly. So, but with all, yeah, when I go to get out there, I, I get told the you what wet. I was
1: doing. Make sure I get you saw this, saw it. The
0: Saliva on my hand and hey, stuff. Hold I don't do open that.
1: for you, and then do it on well, the way out. Now I
0: got appetites. I don't even know what hepatitis is, and I got it, Eric. So, what, how am I going to get rid of something I don't know what it is? I don't know. But with all, of do you know your that, family is? <laughs> no, I don't. We'll get rid They're of them trying then. to get rid of me. <laughs> I mean, last night was trouble. Where uh, just again, it just because I think, and now this is where we get the extension that you talked about here. The idea that I ended up making Logan dinner. He asked for dinner at two in the afternoon. That's nonsense, right there. That's but lunch. I made it, right? I made dinner, and when it was done, he wasn't around. He came back three hours later. By that point, the dinner was cold and whatnot, yeah, and, th- and he's like- Sure it was not two minutes? And I said, no. And I said, that was done like three hours ago. And he goes, and? And I flipped out. And then everybody was attacking me. I, I thought that I was in the right. I'm like, you don't talk to me like that. I no, got you're so the right. angry.
1: Stand up for yourself, Tiny.
0: And I did. And then nobody talked to me. I mean, sometimes when you stand up for yourself, you can sit there and you won the battle. I'm but okay geez. with that. Yeah, I, I kind of was too. I was just reading some stuff and watching. Tom Brady documentary, Eric. But here we go back to the DC Comics. Hey, everybody. Hey, you weirdos. We're here. And if you want to get more involved with everything that we do, go over to Twitter at Weird Science DC. Go to our website, WeirdScienceDCComics.com, where you can get reviews of most of the books each and every week. Check out our Instagram at Weird Science Comic. And then finally, go to our Patreon, Patreon.com slash Weird Science, which I already told you last week's episode that was on The Patreon only So you can check that out But also each week We have a lot of shows I'd say a plethora, Eric But there's more than six
1: That's okay Every Thursday
0: night We end up I think of one of the things I mentioned I said this actually is The real plethora But we end up having a spotlight Every Thursday night The DC Comics Spotlight Two books from that week's books That are picked on a poll In the Patreon by The uh, Badasses The Get Fresh Crew Uh -uh. Uh -uh, And this week they ended up picking
1: Monkey Prince number three, which seems to be a darling. Never been on the main podcast as far as you and I are concerned. Yeah,
0: I don't think that it has, and it's a darling. But we don't and want also, to. Also, Batman Beyond Neo, you're number one. They they tend to grab number ones as well, so you can hear me and Eric talk about that. Plus, as a bonus, you can also get a second opinion podcast that Batman Beyond Mark. Had for Batman Beyond Neo year as well So
1: double And why wouldn't you want to hear that his name is Batman Beyond I Heart. know
0: I mean really if anybody's gonna know about it My name is not Batman Beyond Jim I don't know if you know is, that Obviously
1: so. I need to talk about the Shadow War tonight Because I am the heir to the Al family fortune and It is true plus it might be your spring event suddenly it's not if, if you're gonna it's go Somehow hey,
0: it's not I was so excited for it I'm already out I ended up on the Patreon I did the Solicits podcast The DC Solicits podcast I don't Solicits know who this podcast. Batman is but I don't know him Yes the DC Solicits again I'm going through In Dark Crisis number one ends up coming out in june and i'm doing the june solicits and when i got to the point where it says you know don't miss this summer's event but it's one of seven <laughs> i got confused again and i said on it like me and you were talking it's a summer, the summer event
1: winter event if over it just here. keeps going it's very
0: odd very odd indeed only
1: People but, only care about the beginning of an event thus the season that starts as the big I time At the end, everybody's already fallen off and said this is bullshit
0: it's just weird i mean if you ended up
1: I guess you can't use a movie.
0: I was going to say, if you have a movie come out in July, is that a sub? Yeah, that is the well, sub. I like started event watching movie. The
1: Batman at noon and it ended in the, like, you know, early evening. I'm like, that was my afternoon movie. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Did you watch it? Did you end no, up watching I haven't. it? Oh. It actually, I think it comes out on HBO Max like in a week or two. So I'm like, you know what? It's not that long at all. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to try to watch that. We'll see. We'll
0: see. I finally did end up getting to watch the. Newest Spider-Man. So that I am really, really
2: enjoying.
1: I really did enjoy. This is overhyped and it's nothing. I'm like, you know what? I cried through half the second half of that movie. I don't know what the hell everybody's talking about. This is like the best Spider-Man movie there's ever been. Yeah, I might have shed a tear as well.
0: (laughs) I might have. Uh, Though I will say that when I usually say something's really good, I don't check the time. I was checking the time a lot just because I thought... Because you thought it was five hours, two minutes? You couldn't tell. I'm telling you, I couldn't. But I kept saying, like, man, so much has happened already. We might be near the end. I'm like, holy crap, we still have two hours left. The credits haven't even started yet. At that yet. point,
2: only eight minutes had gone by, Eric. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I don't even know. know who's in this That's movie. my problem, Eric.
0: I'm going to cancel you because of it. But with all you of that... You and the three other people who have this. With all of that, no, it's, it's just basically the whole deal of ADHD. The problem is when I was growing up, ADHD was pretty set on time. No, on it clock. was pretty set on the deal of hyperactive. I don't have that. I have the opposite. Where I really need to kick start my heart here, Eric. To get things going In my day and age We call that lazy Yeah, well that's, that's <laughs> what happened I even thought that myself That's why I'm trying to I'm actually trying to Look into it now So I don't
1: feel so bad About myself
0: <laughs> And all that well,
1: Look, you're telling me This isn't gonna happen
0: It really has not Solved the idea That I how think A virtual masturbation friend? Has really uh, caused A lot of problems too But still You know how it is But with all of that And that Patreon spotlight All that leads back To the badasses Again of the Get Press Crew uh-uh. no, no. This is their Roll call Eric Eric here we go, Alex. I think that this roll call will take about a minute and 20 seconds. Stephen, Dad Mitchell, welcome, Stephen. Again, the... Annihilator, again, welcome to be in the bed. Annihilator went up nowhere. <laughs> Don't say Ted Probes, I love But punch- we just lost a Patreon, there. I love Punchline. I, I, I love Punchline with some cartoons that it put into the sub awesome. awesome. Uh, Michael S., Forrest Pauly, Cam, Joseph Wachick, Matt Razor, D-Man3000, Lady Abby, and Lord Andy. Red, Matches Balone, Niels Keyword, David Fink, Joey Bear, Costco, Stephen Baum, Jason Colby, uh, Jason C. Ooh my. <laughs> 042 to you and me. The cat's out of the bag, Eric. Michael G., Ken Halleck, Comic Boom, Rocky Seller Dweller, Mark Jager, Aldrin Stosia, Nick Adam. Phil Beer, the Bat Pot, Ruben, Carlos, <laughs> No Wolf, Mark. I'm telling you, Mark, you're you killing me. Jane Luke Jane Hollywood, <laughs> Simon. We just lost two pages. Louise. <laughs> Manship, Oh, Manship, he's still getting full. Andrew Belfast has become a huge, huge guy obsessed with manga this week. Swanee, Anthony G, Josh Million, My Man Pete from NYC, Batman Beyond, Mark, Birthday Boy Rob Lewis, B, near Brandy Murray, Double A Ron, and the big shout out to the all-time great, Reggie.
2: and Birthday Robbie Lewis. That.
0: Yeah, yeah, so we all have that. I hope that Harriet's treating him well, Eric. Too. Yeah, you know what I mean. You know what I'm saying, but, like I said, we don't have a ton of books this week So with that, we have a mail And also, I'm going to do a news section To kind of get that in and get a full podcast going But with all right that, there. that is I, That's why I have to say it, Eric i got to force myself <laughs> into it we'll see uh, But we're going to go off now and start off I'm with a ring on it The, the Shadow War. <laughs> Hey, single ladies, where are you? Uh, but we're going to start off with Batman and the Shadow War All right, about now
2: Touch, we crave.
1: I got a little distracted there. I'm sorry. I you're saying getting... this. I almost didn't meet my mic because I was on Twitter as the music was playing, and I saw a picture of Tim Drake and when he was in his, his Drake persona <laughs> in Young okay. Justice, and I got disgusted and forgot what I was doing.
0: Really? I ended up where a big error message came up, and I'm reading that. Oh, as I'm going back, and I forgot. But oh, hey. weird, science? No, 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 weird science.
1: weird science. Don't, don't throw that away. That could be very important. Is the error message like? Did you no, fix it? It said that you're a jerk off.
2: I, I, I. This gives now, it, did it to it say me. I every was time. a jerk off, or
1: you are a jerk off. <laughs> no. It
0: said you oh uh, no what it, it was a storage thing i i've seen it that's before, important it, too it threw me off at the last second there and all of a sudden i'm starting
2: the
1: podcast I don't again but here we are this but all of our recordings right now they're going to be stored when we get done that and we need to is have that storage. true i don't believe the that Wolf Eric man. i think the
0: Wolfman is recording them on his own but here we are we have the first section of book uh in a very <laughs> uh, Batman centric deal i end up i call the rooms that we go in and record like hey this is books one and yeah, book, yeah. i'm like Yeah, that doesn't make sense. It's just one book, because each of these sections will be one book. We have three total. And if you, again, want to go over and read written reviews, all of these books, go over to our website, weirdsciencedccomics.com. And you could get those. But right now,
1: we're going to start off. I'm wrong turn. This is Batman Bitch. It is Batman Bitch.
0: And it's the second part of the Shadow War. And... Going into that first part, I was really fired up. It's not that we thought that the issue itself was, you, you know, was gonna a, a perfect adventure. deal, but it
2: is your event now. The thing now. Is, like
1: you saying, you know, this isn't going to take long in hell, and and I'm furious because it's always wrong. It does go along the lines of me claiming something's going to be my event because, you know, I claim the Shadow, I mean, the Warfare 3 is going to be my event, and that sucked balls. Uh, Try the Amazons, I never claimed, but it probably will be. But the idea of the shadow work, like there's nothing that could go bad about this. And so I claimed it as my spring/summer event going forward. And I think because of that, I might have killed it for myself. Well, you
0: didn't like this issue. I and mean, when we get into didn't it, it I'm going to try to convince you a little more of this Batman issue. Batman told
1: his son that if I was there, Alfred would have still been alive. You a little take piece that one of panel
2: shit. away,
0: though. We liked it. That did throw me off a bit. So you it continue in so with much. that. Again, and I don't I told know what you. Batman's
1: doing here either.
0: I told you, though, the idea of my making mind bad choices. 100% was the idea of getting Damien pissed off and out on his own because of batman's nice to him, then they're there but again in
2: that it was time to come home come well, to he's Daddy. coming
0: back to go but it doesn't work for shadow war you have to have them separate so i thought that that was the play is what you're going to do well, but in this fucking,
1: he has a knife in his hand that those words just cut deep i don't know if he's coming home after shadow war well i think that with
0: that at the end he says listen let me finish my sentence and just finishes and says i meant that i should have been there and if i was i could have stopped that but
1: World's Greatest Detective, not World's Greatest Speaker. The World's Greatest
0: Detective actually does some detecting in this. He's wrong, but he does detecting, and I think that it's thrown out right on Front Street who this fake astroke is. obviously a graboid, right? I know. I'll tell you with that. But with all of this, we are starting Batman 122, written by Joshua Williamson, art by Howard Porter, Tomei Moray, and Clayton Cowles. And I'm a big Howard Porter fan. I'm going to start by saying that some of this feels real off.
1: See, I'm not a big Howard Porter fan, and I will tell you, things in this don't look good at all.
0: Cameron Chase, I mean, she's uh, a bulldog, she is. And remember, it looks like her
1: nose ate another nose. I,
0: I think she had thing, a reverse nose job. I think they got like Harvey Bullock's nose. The big drinker. I mean, this
2: looks like hot cha 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 nose going on here. You know Who is know what that happened.
1: detective that worked with Nightwing before in the Nightwing book in Bloodhaven? The hell was her name? Was a hockey player name? What the and hell was funny,
0: it? And it's funny. Swoboda.
1: Swoboda. She looks like Swoboda in this. Swoboda's very much like Deb
0: Donovan a bit. <laughs> They're very similar in character, but. When you end up, everybody wants to have that book's version of Bullock because you know. Because
1: you think is Bullock's awesome. He's a he's a big lumbering menace to society. He does he does try though has way too many cats and I'm sure he smells like B O and cat piss. But we have to love him. Did you mean me or were you talking about Bullock? Still,
0: you <laughs> have to just, love him, Jim. You have to love him, right? You end up starting out with this where you end up seemingly having this stroke who is kind of like, you know, looking at the ground, doing that, and says, you will not be forgotten. I promise you, the people responsible must pay. So I'm sitting there thinking, okay, what is this? We're going to end up getting to a point then where I think, and I'll just <laughs> tell you right now, it's Geo Force. It's Geo Force who's now upset about Markovia. Has already said that, but also he's dressing up as the old Deathstroke because he wants to get back at Deathstroke for Terra. It's 100% on Front me, Street. Thing. And a. You,
1: you and I were talking about this book before we got behind the mic, and you were just trying to keep your – ideas kind of close. You wanted to spring it on me for a, like a, a real-time reaction for the podcast. I'm like, okay, you could do that. For some reason, as we get into this book, and you have this little cold open, a fucking like, looks like, you know, destroyed Mark and stuff like that, and you have the faux stroke picking up, saying, you will not be forgotten, I promise you, the people responsible must pay I read this book. Obviously, we're going to talk about it. For some reason, though, when I started this you book, i You skipped like, that? No, no. I, I read okay. it. It's just like, oh, okay, this is Deathstroke in the future. And then, then we go forward with the story. And for some reason, by the time I got done the story, I forgot about this cold opening and still thought it was this Deathstroke, even though it makes no concept text in yeah, the story at all. I think so it's Geoforce. Th- that's why I had no, like, ideas about who is the foe stroke because I forgot about this part completely. So that your idea makes sense. Yeah, and
0: I think that uh, we already saw him going, and look at I'm is the that Prince that of Markovia. I know. I ended up, you know, pissed off. We're going to see. I don't think that he trusts the courts anyway. And that was a dupe. So you don't think it's him. I think that he's he pretty definitely big dude killed. For GeoForce. Yeah. Well, again, GeoForce is a pretty big dude sometimes. It, and again, how big is Damien in this? I can't go by perspective in this. Damien walks like the into
1: a in small The
0: guy looks like he's like 38. And so the, the I don't know. The freaking know.
1: doorman said, are you old enough to be in here? I know. Obviously well, you say that when
0: I looked at him, he looked pretty old, but. The idea of Markovia, that's big. And trying to get back at the Al for that. But when you show up dressed like an older version suit of Deathstroke and tie in the idea that he might be wanting revenge for what Deathstroke did to Terra, all that time, I think that it plays out really well. The problem I have then is Lord Batman is
1: on the so case. It's going to be a weird thing to bring Terra in this because in the Deathstroke series that Priest did where we had to define story Direct, even though everything matters and stuff like that, we had Terra resurrected. And she was a part of that team, so I don't even know what that but means to But that might also
0: mean the idea that he's mad about that, that she ends up getting resurrected by him and things like that, and then kind of skews her. No, so i
1: do not resurrected know. by him. I mean that she had never died in that New 52 rebirth slash timeline. But again,
0: they might still go with, because we still go with that idea of him and the Teen Titans. I just think that the idea, that's why he's out in in that, that costume. And it may end up being something that's even, he's a little wacky. We haven't right. had with Breon. In in a while So having him do that But when Batman goes And he's talking to Chase Cameron Chase And he's like Okay I'm looking at the scene I don't know how this can happen And he does notice His big clue that he goes with Is that idea of when You you set up a robbery Or you set up a murder And the person is going to be at the scene But to sway off any investigation, you have them shoot you
1: in the leg. Yeah, you have them like that. Well, we've seen it a million times. Whoever's on the inside job kind of gets, you know, maimed so people like the suspicion goes off that person that they're not a part of the inside job. And that's what he thinks
0: because he thinks that Deathstroke was
1: shot, but if Deathstroke was actually trying to kill her, she'd be dead.
0: And again, is this because it's not actually Deathstroke and he missed? Uh, because that's what it seems.
1: But and that, even that's then, actually a good slide right there, because that geoforce Geo got some hell of a powers right there. I don't I can't see he's the best freaking marksman. Though. No,
0: I, I couldn't either. So when they're doing this, they're going the hologram stuff and looking. Batman's on the case uh, and says, "How would they get in here? We didn't hear anything. There was no way for him to get to the scene." And that's where Cameron says, "Well, take a look here. This is where I get mad at Batman because they, you see, an underground tunnel, as if somebody has moved rocks and dirt around like a geoforce." But he never thinks anything to say that's the biggest clue. He can't get off of the idea that he saw Talia get shot but not killed and sticks with that when there's no the explanation.
1: Is, you say we, there, there is no explanation because the thing is, what the hell are those things called in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Or those contraptions, of that, that vehicle you get in with the big drill that would die, like dig into the ground and go to the Technodrome. But when you have this situation, how did Destro get into this location and Chase like, I'll show you. We go to the outskirts of town where it looks like a machine with a gigantic drill drilled into the earth horizontally and made its way directly to Washington, D.C. I just don't understand where this would have come out of that. Batman still wouldn't have known how this like where the location was for the exit of this whole thing. I don't understand that. But how, like, he's like, I had this whole place secured. I'm like, did you? Did you really? Yeah. And then he says, listen, how could this happen? Because we didn't hear
0: anything. We would have heard it. So that shows you it's not a machine. But I think moving rocks as
1: geoparts would still make noise. But let's talk about this another way. You're really going to go with the Breon Markov bit. What about the idea that Breon was already there and wouldn't need to do this to get to Washington, D.C. because he was on the news at the Markovia. He was on the
0: news, but he wasn't at he the was, scene, I don't think. He was I at the Markovia
1: think. embassy where he was yeah, killed.
0: that was the thing. I don't remember if he was actually at the, because the embassy, they were just, they had that platform that said on the news, and he was just a head on the news. But even then, he might have been able to get in that way or whatnot. We'll have to see. But the idea of, You know, I'm going to get back at you. I have this old deal. He does have a reason to go after death stroke. I thought to me, it was so up in front that it must be a red herring, but without Batman actually even realizing something, it feels like Joshua Williamson, like Joshua Williamson doesn't want Batman to know yet. So he has him not mentioned at all because they say, how could this happen?
1: Well, Batman's world's greatest detective. Like I said before, not the world's greatest talker. He's going to keep that to himself. He's not going to open his mouth. He's like, you know what? I was going to fight this guy. You know he might have looked like Deathstroke, but he didn't feel like Deathstroke. But eh, whatever. Let's keep on going down this path. And you go with that path where you go with the idea. Okay, I think it might be Geoforce, but I'm not going to say
0: anything to Cameron Chase. So let's go back. We but then goes, eliminate all the coolers first. But then
2: goes right
0: back to the idea of Deathstroke didn't kill Talia. Deathstroke doesn't miss, so Talia Deathstroke was hired by Talia. And you don't mention anything else. And that I thought was a little odd to go back well, to that and not is, put everything Batman together. That is so
1: out of character in the series so far where he tells his son that he's a piece of shit because he let Alfred die in the last issue. To this where he goes to freaking Tyago well, just for smoochy time and like – well, this might be okay for a lot of people, but I don't know this Batman.
0: Yeah, I I mean, when Batman goes, I think that he thinks that their relationship and whatnot, he can go and say, what's up? Why did you do this? No, no, no. You hired Deathstroke. And she's like, no. And then they start smoking.
1: We don't have this relationship anymore. Like, things might have gotten a little bit better, like, you know, since then. But at the point where Talia has her fucking mutant goddamn monster um, kill Damien, all bets are off to the point where we can't go back into the League of Shadows and say, take my mask off and play Smoochy Time with my freaking baby mama. Now, that I, doesn't I happen think, anymore. I
0: think that this is one of Especially those where it's the connection cat with Catwoman. Yeah, again, though, the Catwoman, I thought that people, the back Cat people would go nuts. They don't care because they said they're on hiatus Aaron. And most of the people I talked to said, no, 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 this makes sense. They, well, I, they're not together. Oh, it's right. a hall pass. I got you. Yeah, so when he goes back, I think that, the and I don't think that he really was going for the and That was odd. He not really think, back
1: away from the smooching either. Yeah,
0: well, would you? I think Talia no, is playing I'm, I'm a dog. I think she's completely playing him. And Batman is an emotional wreck right now with Damien. And I think that that's kind of the connection there. I mean, don't they meet every like Saturday when they have to drop Damien off at the McDonald's? Isn't that the thing that they do? Uh, but with that all, that. you then go off where Batman's trying to figure it out. He does think Talia... Is the one who hired whoever, Deathstroke, whatever, to kill her dad. And again, it throws in that family idea of Batman knowing and thinking, Talia would do that to her dad. They're, they're not that close the way that that is. The problem is, is that Talia is a little pissed off at Race for making her turn herself in and then skedaddled. So nobody is, you know, left captured. Deathstroke got out. Talia disappeared. So all of this, but we'll, we'll see how that runs. We go then where Talia has. Attacked. She thinks that it was Deathstroke.
1: Oh yeah, she's gone ham. The entire Shadow of like League of Shadows come I mean, here. The freak. What was it called? The Shadows Fist. The, the Shadows Shad- Fist. Yeah. And like, oh, there was something else here. The Shadow something, but. Everybody is going to Zandia, going to Deathstroke, Inc., and just attacking everyone there. And the best part about this book in my mind is, I'm not a huge fan of the way the characters act or the way the book works. Demon but
0: Shadow is what they are.
1: The Demon Shadow, thank you. But when you have everybody attack on Deathstroke, Inc., and Zandia here, and you have Deadline say, "I'm going to hold the line," and you instantly see Deadline get murdered by all of these League of Assass- uh, Shadows members, I'm like, this is actually all I asked for in the first part of a War for the Sha- like Shadow War Part One. And I got it. And I'm like, is that enough for me, really? Though, Because it, I never expected to get now? what I want because it's never happened before. I'm like, is it enough? Or is it, am, I, am I like everybody else on the internet where now I want more because I you got want what more? I wanted? I know what you're talking <laughs> about.
0: You end up where I, what I wanted was, some rando just run up with a taser and take down Prometheus again. Eric, I needed to see that <laughs> once again. But Prometheus, I like just skedaddles. Oh, yeah, he fucks <laughs> the, off. The he great. He's on. He's out. And, yeah, you have this where Deathstroke is desperately...
1: Just when the League of Shadows, though, when they ascend on Deathstroke, ink, and it just gets – it's a cacophony of freaking lines and colors in here where I have to really squint to figure out what the hell is going on because when this happens, you have Deathstroke and his orange hood and cape going on there and Prometheus there. I really thought it was the hobgoblin flying around on a freaking
0: goblin hobgoblin When you have it at the beginning and you're playing with like perspective and trying to make things look even 3D with the numbers. What the hell am I looking at? Yeah. So they're attacking these, you know, the mummy versions of the attacker ninjas and you do end up having some of the demon's fist actually called out by name, which I liked because I thought that they should have done. I ended up making that little cheat sheet thing that I did. Actually, got thanks for some people on the internet. Eric. I saw that, Jim. I finally, very I got happy. thanks. Holy moly! Uh, but you have Angel Breaker. She ends up saying, "Hey, look at me. I'm Angel Breaker,
2: and
1: I'm gonna kick
0: your ass." I'm hey, Angel Breaker, deton- bitch. What's up? Hey, detonator. You know, start shooting. All
2: right, with pleasure. It is and funny so though, you that get we some. have the
1: Demon Shadow, who was that large group that we saw at the end of the last issue. But you in within that Demon Shadow, you also have the Demon's Fist from what we had in the Teen Titans series. So I'm like, so we got names within names. Now do the does the Demon's Fist just take on the name the Demon Shadow because it's a part of a larger I think group now? there's still
2: like little cliques there. Okay. You got the jocks, you got,
0: you know, you the got greasers, subgroups. the socias. You got them all, Eric. You're doing that. The Scorpions. I like it. You the know, Scorpions, not a good looking gang. No. Uh, and then even in that, when you do go through, and the thing where I was trying to figure out which was which and who, there are some like outliers that really don't even have a group. I'm like, Oh, sportsmaster. What are you doing? <laughs> sportsmaster. He's there. He's got a debt to pay probably. The other people. Like there's all these groups and they're just the others. There maybe it's like it's uh rush week and they're trying to get in. Like, I want to rush the
1: Demons Fest. All right, I'm in. So we'll have to uh see I guess he's just not tag teaming with Clock King right now like we saw in no, the Hollywood. Sometimes Quimbox I, years I ago. like
0: that. That's what I like when you know Condiment King wasn't available either. But you end up where Detonator shoots this huge missile and it's coming towards And Destro Detonator. Brailler. Detonator. <laughs> which this
1: guy's got an RPG. It's like, hey, Detonator, do your thing. He shoots an RPG at the building and it blows up with this progression of, you know, respawn, Destro trying to run for the window. And when they get there, they're busting through the window. But what this? it's raised the missile is coming at them too, which breaks through the window, which then it blows up behind them as they're jumping out. And then the explosion propels them further to where they can like, <laughs> seemingly safely. fly at a freaking a building two miles away. But you know what? deathstroke and respawn get out of this and i guess i, I don't know what this means for everybody else because we did see prometheus fuck off but i don't know if deathstroke inc the title can go on calling itself that anymore because i think we've had one and a half issues of actually having a deathstroke ink in it
0: now here's the thing and this is why i'm glad i ended up going on the patreon the solicits podcast when you get to say june which it's coming up you're going to end up having That's a how time works you're going to have a death stroke zero one could be five
1: months Who the, knows? the book's
0: going to go and it's going to be flashback stuff coming up real soon i think that the actual death stroke ink book will have that book just continue the story where you could it doesn't have to necessarily have all of death stroke ink but when we but get the out thing of that it never has well i know but when we get out of it it's just going to be a flashback death stroke book then for a while before probably I just want
1: there to be that situation where we find out why Deathstroke's acting weird in this book. He stops acting weird, and we just have Deathstroke family stuff, but it's just called Deathstroke, Inc. It's just Deathstroke, Inc. And
2: actually... We
1: get Rose in there. We get freaking Jericho. We get, you know, this Respawn character. Even Wintergreen's hanging out. We're having a grand old time. Fuck, if Grant comes back, fuck, bring Grant back in.
0: I'll do it. I actually want them to start a newspaper, Eric, and call it Deathstroke, Inc. Right? That works, right? And just get the K in there. I'm in.
1: I guess if you want to throw away money. I should be the editor.
0: I should get this going, but you end up then going off to Rose, who is drinking in a bar as she sees the report that her dad has killed Rachel al and everybody is reporting that, so she's like, oh, way to go, dad. Thanks,
1: dad. that's not going to bite her family in the ass. You really
0: helped us, and then in the off-panel, you have the, hey, let
1: me see your ID, little boy, and that guy gets thrown so badly. I need your help, Ravager, your father crossed the line. I don't know the half of it short stuff. Destro killed my grandfather, and I need to know why. His actions could. Save it, Robin. Come on. Yeah, let's and it go is kill my dad.
0: It's Damien who comes in and you know that connection but look that he the Look at the progression
1: too. so far that we have here. I think Tal goal's Ghoul's behind us. cake blows up, Robin's at a bar, and then we go to freaking, you know, Tal goal Ghoul where Batman just smooches fucking talia. There is barely any progression. No, there is. I nuts. just like
0: the idea at the beginning of, in my mind, showing that it might be Geo Force, and then they're on the thing. I said in my review, it is uh, kind of infuriating that you start off with a bang. Yeah, we didn't like that line that he had with Damien, but you had some big things. I mean, Rachel Gould getting killed, and then this—why is this Deathstroke? Deathstroke saying it's not him. You get to this, and I. For some reason, I get the idea like, hey, Batman sells anyway. So you don't need to do much in that. We have to have the big things in these other books to elevate them. And yeah, that, that kind of got me
1: upset. But, but even with this sick of the majority of this book, though, I say majority. I didn't do any page count or stuff like that because counting's hard. But where you have Deathstroke, Inc. in that section, we have Deathstroke, Inc. punching ninjas in the face. When we get to the end Batman section, it's Batman punching ninjas in the face. Yeah, he's punching ninjas
0: as he goes. And you get that deal where he's fighting through ninjas. And Talia, even and it's kind of we a get
1: funny here, deal. though when we go to Nepal, the demon palace. I'm like, so much for Kadim, so much for Leviathan Island, so much for all this other stuff. I don't know what we're doing anymore. What is, I, are they even Leviathan anymore? Are we just strictly the League of Shadows and Natalia? Uh, Raish, I don't even know what's going on with the League of Assassins.
0: They, they turn themselves in. She can't, it's like if I end up, me and you turn ourselves in. And then you get shot and I run off. I can't just go back to my house and say, hey, look at me. Can you go back
1: to your country that people can't enter or leave?
0: I don't know that that's even a thing anymore.
1: Invisible Island that you stole from Mark
0: Shaw. You are legitimately on the run now that, you know, she is a wanted criminal has turned herself in and now run off. And now she has to just go back again.
1: Does this really do anything different, though, because she's exactly where she was before it started, where she was going to turn herself in.
0: I think that the idea, though, we're talking about a lot of things. Things Where, you know, Leviathan and the Brian Michael Bendis stuff, the Tom King run, a lot of people like, didn't even read those. We dealt
1: with recently with Ray Shalgol, who had no money. He I mean, basically seen when he was in the Outsiders book that there wasn't even any League of Assassins anymore. He couldn't pay these motherfucking ninjas. So they all skedaddled. Where are we now? It's like, well, I guess his island time was able to save enough money in his bank account. You know, he had a really good interest on his savings account that really stacked up the cash flow to come out of hiding again. He turned himself into where Ty can go to Nepal, the Demon's Palace. i you can have whatever you want. I just need to know what's up this with this This doesn't other thing. feel as
2: bad as,
0: like, if they ended up, like you said, Lex came back and he ended up doing some underhanded things. I understand
1: that and it made sense to me and with I kind of loved it. this, I
0: think that they always have some things going on. It's just that they lost Leviathan and now Tally is just on the run and Batman knows where to find her where most people might not be able to know or get to this. Demon's Palace. And even then, it doesn't seem like she has a ton of people here. Batman goes through these ninjas, but ninjas.
2: <laughs> Not anymore. They're pretty much
0: like the stormtroopers. You know, they're expendable. but He ends up, he doesn't kill him. He just hurts him. And she even says, Obviously he doesn't yeah, kill she him. even says, you go through and you didn't even draw any blood. I'm like, yeah, I don't know about drugs. I, I think some of those might have drawn some blood. They're all in concussion protocol. But she goes in. And again, yeah, this feels like Talia is, uh, you know, hiding out, trying to get Deathstroke killed, maybe regroup with her bunch of people going on which none of them have anything going on either i mean the idea all you're doing
1: at this point in time is you're sitting in your chair you're letting your bullet wound heal because that shit sucks because you've already commanded your forces to go to Zandy and kill deathstroke now all you got to do is wait for that phone call
0: yeah well batman shows up and she's like oh you're big on you know entrances that's fun and he's like no 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 you ended up why'd you hire deathstroke and she says listen i didn't i don't hate my dad i did get mad at him for what he was making me do, treating me like a child again, but I did not murder him. It was death stroke. And I don't know what you're talking about. And then ends up, oh, my stitches! And ends up going down. And then Batman's like, oh, man, I, I don't want to see you hurting. And then she says, you're the only one that I'd allow that. Now let's make out, bitch! It's, and they it's start so making
1: funny, out. Though, the interrogation that Batman you has, with get how, the Lazarus deal. You know, this... Yeah, the idea that she doesn't trust the Lazarus right now. I want to know more about that and why she doesn't trust it. But, see, You didn't hire Deathstroke to kill your father. Then she's like, no. Slade was building his own empire this last year. I was keeping an eye on it. I expected a conflict. Slade just pulled the trigger first. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, Slade has had like his own like empire for the last day and a half. And so far as I'm concerned, he worked for Trust for a little while. But were you worried about that? And why were you worried about Slade coming for your ass? Is it because... You know about respawn as well and you know the fucking the freaking roosters coming home to Rooster's point? She seems to the, know more about you? the
0: Lazarus Pit, so maybe we find out that Raish told her a little more than we were privy to up till now. Again, I think that she might be trying to dupe batman a little here and the idea that she says he's been building this empire i don't know what anybody knew of when he joined trust originally and maybe they just think well, that i will that tell you was.
1: this batman he's a part of the justice league you know who else is a part of the Justice league black canary who is a part of that whole trust program with deathstroke and knows what went down
0: yeah remember she came out and, and talked about that and she yeah. was there undercover so
1: batman should have an idea about what's
0: going on with deathstroke. yeah it's just the idea where i think that him thinking that he killed race like is there anything that you two have been doing or going on with and again part of this is probably respawn and the things like that too but all in all it doesn't seem to have been destruct so none of that sort of you know questioning or whatever is going to really solve much they're just trying to go with this but again i like batman doing investigative work and he comes up with an idea but it's completely wrong and batman
1: It's not very good. You better run down the leads, Jim, even when they turn out to go nowhere.
0: But the big lead, I mean, I'm telling you, I'm like, okay, I want to see what went on here. Ooh, I see this thing in the holographic field that I can kind of piece together a little. And then I have this huge
2: hole that was dug to the city that I didn't hear or see. And he just (laughs) leaves that behind. And that seems to be like the more like.
1: Talia Al Gore.
2: Again, yeah,
1: look at a tunnel. Just, uh, you have, like, a, a checklist here. Tunnel. That starts with T. You know what I'll start to think? Talia. I'll go And
0: I really, this will be the death of me if I don't figure it out. Death. Deathstroke. Let's go. Because that tunnel doesn't equal Deathstroke or Talia
2: at no, all. No, it
1: doesn't. But it, it just equals it some sh- shit's up and they're trying to play some games. But I don't know how the games are going to play in the long run because right now they're not showing me much for the Shadow War. But even when they say to be continued in Deathstroke, Inc. number eight, you know what happens in that book? Because I'll tell you right here. Deathstroke and Respawn on the run. Damien Ravager on the hunt and Batman and Talia. Just Batman and Talia. I'm like, that's what we got this issue, motherfucker.
0: Yeah, so we'll see how that goes and see how uh, things play out. And even that might not be real or whatever. We'll have to see. But I do think one of the weird things is I don't think that comes out next week, actually. I think it comes out like in a couple weeks. I think that we
2: have to wait, and that's weird. I don't know. We did that before at the War for Earth 3. Yeah, I
0: just don't like when you end up having a... To me, besides the Batman I understand Batman you don't like deal, to wait,
2: Jim. Who does? It's This issue
0: didn't do too much, so I want to get back and, and get back on board fully, you but I Batman still like continuing
1: this. to stay out of character, Jim. What more can you ask for?
0: Well, I mean, he's smooching. The guy hasn't smooched a lot lately. Catwoman and him are on a hiatus. love mean, beloved, I, I'm like, yeah, maybe 30 years ago. Calm down with I this. I mean, he's sitting there, and, and that was her. She's you know, flowery with stuff and whatnot. She's I don't using know. So. Him. Yeah, I do I think she is. And I think that he is a vulnerable spotter. He he's emotionally uh, you know, in problems here and he needs somebody to smooch with him. Uh
1: but then he's we go like and, now that Alfred's dead and the son won't talk to him, we need somebody else to smooch with That's what I mean too.
0: And there's Cam woman. She's off. I
1: mean we read she the Teeny Hour deal.
0: She's having fine times on her own. She's going around with things. I don't know what's getting back to him. He might be real pissed off, but you go then and you have a I like to story. imagine the,
1: the Catwoman thing where it's all like you know they're on hiatus right now. But really, what's going on? We're just seeing all the flashbacks that Batman's remembering about how Catwoman used to act in these Tom King books. He's like, I don't want to be with her. She's all fucking buddy buddy with the Joker and a goddamn killer.
0: Well, what he ends up saying is, "Listen, I can't have Catwoman." But maybe I'll take Tally because she did come in second in that sword fight with Catwoman. He's just going to go there. That's stupid stuff. Uh, but, yeah, I, I didn't mind it as much only because I was like, oh, I think it's Geo Force." But not much happened to progress the story of the Shadow War on. And that is a shame. Again, like I said, I wish that we had another chapter right away so I could get back, you know, on board and get excited and whatnot. But we also have a backup. Feels weird. I mean, well,
1: not only does it feel weird because it is weird, but for some reason, it really bothers me when you read this after the Batman killing time this week, just because it's a weird joke in Batman killing time where you have Killer Croc's girlfriend saying like, bat, like hyphen man, like the old school Batman kind of thing. So when you have this flashback backup issue that takes place when Dick Grayson first became Robin and you have the paper saying bat hyphen man has new partner, it really plays into that angle. I'm like, do not help Tom King out with a freaking <laughs> wordplay. <laughs> that, that doesn't well? make sense in like verbiage.
0: Yeah. Again, this is called Secret Meaning, and it's written by Joshua Williamson, art by Trevor Harrison, Rain Bredo, and Willie Schubert. Sweet Willie Schubert is back, Eric. Sweet and Willie Schubert. So you I end seen up with this, right? Where you're playing off the steel. I don't know that it's well served to have a death stroke story in this that I don't see how it could tie into anything just at the back because I think some people might be a little confused about it and what's going on. It's pretty generic overall anyway. You end up getting the classic I don't know, tropes of Gordon say, why do you have kids and, and their targets, the bright colors? Yeah, we've seen this probably, so, yeah. so many times with that. Uh Also, then, you do have Deathstroke in town for, like, the first time, and he's going to kill... Robin Which and seems Batman just stops. weird
1: because the Deathstroke, when he became known, when he came out, was in the new Teen Titans when Dick was already Nightwing because of the stuff. Like, it's when the character came about, but like, we're, like, you know, doing revisionist history now where Deathstroke was hired by some, like, you know, mystery man to kill Robin, the new boy wonder partner of the Batman because this will really get to the Batman. we got to find out who's going to take the set, who's behind the hit, and Batman sees Deathstroke and they have a little fight. And it's weird because you will have a revisionist history. This puts, you know, Deathstroke in Gotham way before he ever should have been. It's, it's not bad. I'm okay with it. Just adding some more years to Deathstroke's like, you know, longevity here in this workplace. But when you have them fight here, really bothered me because you have Deathstroke. Like, I could tell all your moves right now. Who trained you? He says David Kane, but he spells David Kane wrong. He spells it as if it was Bob Kane instead of C-A-I-N-E. Is it a nitpick? Yes. But this is Cassandra Kane's father that we're talking about here. And I think I might have just thought it wrong. Now, but no, but I don't think I did. But David Cain with a K. I'm like, why would you do that and fuck it's it a up? It's a
2: mistake. Uh,
0: that we have a lot of this lately. I think that a lot of editorial, especially, has been asleep at the wheel. We have a lot of continuity issues. Now, in this, you say that you have a little... Hey there, Tom King. I'm going to give you the bat slash man like you are no, this it's just, week, it, right?
1: I'm not really doing any kind of conspiracies or under. I just saw it and it bothered me because that joke doesn't land in a freaking written word.
0: We had Deathstroke versus Deadshot in the you know the jokes and riddles that was before having no, a Robin, so that My throws the continuity off too. as well. But it does throw the continuity off of what each of them are doing. Robin was not a thing at that point, so Deathstroke coming into town for the first time, he was already in town before that.
1: I'm sure he was always in town before that. Like, Deathstroke has a long storied history that would take place for years and years before anybody knew about him. But when he is out and about, it just kind of throws a monkey dick in the works for I him. I
0: know. I'm saying even Batman took him down at that one yeah. point. He pretty much, they he waited till they, you know, got tired after killing 90 people, and then he took care of things. But yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't go with the continuity and things that they're going with. This is why I freaking voted for Nakano. I don't yeah, want to mess well, with Yeah, well, with, with all this not it's just, it's very generic. And then at the end, I love the idea that a Deathstroke, who is pretty smart and says, hey, as, good, as long as the money's good, so is my aim. But then at the end reveals himself to seemingly be Jokerized, and he's been given fake money by the
1: Joker. He has a, a duffel bag full of money that has the Joker's face on it, pulls off his mask, here. and he is Jokerized. I'm like, I don't understand how you're doing anything, and I can only imagine you are Jokerized, but because of your healing of power... It didn't affect you the way that affects everybody else. You're working through it right now, and it's not what we suspect. It's just such a weird turn because the Joker hired an assassin to kill the Boy Wonder. I'm like, why?
0: You know, why? You already had the trope of Gordon saying, "Don't use the kids," and even the little joke that Batgirl's on, and whatever. But you end up having he the, paid
1: him a hundred thousand dollar Joker bills. He paid bills. him in
0: goofy money. I mean, seriously, it's Joker bucks. It makes no sense. And so when you're going through it, the problem I have with that reveal is. He seemed to be okay and talking but like, you didn't get that play because you want that reveal as a cliffhanger but all the other stuff feels...
1: I just don't know when he would have been jokerized so, because even as he's talking to Batman, it's like, I never saw the guy. I told you, I don't know. It was a phone call, a creepy voice and he, ha, wouldn't stop and then he just like, you know, he wouldn't stop laughing. I'm like, at what point did this happen to you? What, when were you affected? You have a progression, whereas
2: eyes get a little bit—I don't know—and
0: I think that it's going to be the Joker, like it's going to be this crazy. I mean, because he's covered it'll blow from head to toe in his I know. costume, it'll just blow your mind, though, Eric. That the Joker—get this—he doesn't like Batman to have other people in his life because that makes him less. Just I gonna just gonna seen the Joker do that. it,
1: you know, himself personally. That's all I'm saying before, but like. Even, let's get back to the Deathstroke jerkerizing stuff. Is it that he found, like, you know, got a phone call? The guy wouldn't stop laughing. He's like, I want you to kill this bullshit kid over here. I'll leave a duffel bag full of good bucks for you over here. Like, Deathstroke went to the spot, picked up the duffel bag, opened it up. And he's got he's got his gloves on. He's got his whole costume on. But, like, does he go through and touch everything? It's a residue on his fingers. And then he just goes and scratches that one good eye he has there that gets in his bloodstream. Is that all it is?
0: I don't know. It it makes me think of the things that we even had. Again, very Tom King-esque at points where... There was things that re, you know, I forget what it was where somebody had to have grabbed. It might have been that kryptonite deal or I forget what it, somebody grabbed something with their gloves on, but he played it off. No, I think up, that was that platinum kryptonite. Yeah. So it didn't make sense. So yeah, I don't know, but this is Williamson. Who knows? It just seems like something tacked on. It really didn't Agreed. impress me at all. So overall, I'm a seven out of 10. I think I'm more, you know, up on this still. Than you are I just need to get back To it. let's get some progression here and see What's going down you know and now with That you have Deathstroke and Respawn they're On the run you end up having t- uh, Damien and uh, Rose, Rose teaming up to go kill Deathstroke and the, the weird play of it is And it has nothing to do with it but if things Are as connected when you get that Preview of the Flashpoint beyond deal you do Have that crazy chalkboard Where Batman Thomas Wayne is looking And it does have like Deathstroke not acting right. Let him find his son. His daughter will rejoin Justice Society to say that all these things that might tie in eventually in an overall deal that does have me. But is that a
1: part of the Flashpoint timeline?
0: Well, is with that though, it seems that it is a combined deal. That it is something where Thomas Wayne is trying to figure out a Flashpoint thing, but it affects the whole entire continuity because even at the end, who's hunting the Time Lords, and it's something to do with time and space and things like that it seems from what i have read in the solicits and some interviews so i hope that it does connect there'd be a really crazy thing that it doesn't and then all those things because i mean follow the justice league is listed on there and stuff like that so we'll have to see but that kind of gets me a little excited for that but this it's okay i just need it more i need it more and that backup was kind of nothing uh but what would you give it
1: I am not a fan of the art in this issue. I don't think we've progressed that far from where we started last issue. And even when you have Batman show back up, he feels like he's out of character like he was in the previous issue. But that being said, I'm still all in for the Shadow War because of the premise. It is gold. There's a lot of cool stuff going in there, especially when you swing for the fences in that first issue where you kill off Ra's al and destroy his body to let you know the stakes are high here. Ra's ain't coming back. There could be some gold here. This issue just missed the mark. But even... It couldn't kill my excitement for what we have going forward, so I'm still going to give it a six out of ten.
0: And again, my love of Howard Porter, though I don't think he did a great job in this. Some of the stuff looks really neat, but others is real wonky. Uh that's going to elevate my score a little bit over yours as well. Um, but with I'll all love of that, part that, we're going to go off right now to some mail. Mail, check up what you got now. Get your
2: postcards, put the cards, even your side cards. I get it while it's hot now. If a letter makes you wetter than a
0: This is the mail section. Stank on that yeah. End of that. Yes. Oh, my goodness. But here is the mail. We have one mail this week. If you want to get involved in the mail, be a star like Luis, you can email us at WeirdScienceDC Comics at gmail.com. Eric, you're null and void. You're not. Wow. It's almost like contest Thanks, mom. You know, anybody involved Weird Science, they're not allowed to do that. But we have a mail with a question of the week. Now, we were on Patreon only last week, but we didn't have any mail. Last weekend, and it's kind of, you know, dipped down a bit. So we'll see. Luis is always there to spur people on with the mail. And he says, hello, Jim Eric and the freshest crew in the produce department to get fresh crew. (laughs) 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 produce department. What is
1: that? Speaking of your fruit and veggies, Jim.
2: Oh, the
1: fruit and veggies. Oh, yeah. You don't eat those.
0: (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Isn't that like a religious cartoon? That's the Veggie Tales. The Veggie Tales. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So I saw Morbius on Friday. And I don't know what sucked more, the movie or the vampires in the movie. Oh, my. See, they the, wolf the, dungeon, it's funny. the wolf man. Was the Wolfman's in that? Without getting too much into the movie, I that's don't Werewolf know night, who you. wants to spend their money on that crap. Oh, we, obviously you did. You went. Oh. But I heard Sony wanted the movie to be good enough for kids to watch. I guess that's the problem. You don't have a lot of blood in a vampire movie. That, that doesn't sound know, man. right. I, I right. watched a lot of vampire movies when I was a kid. Yeah, you did, but did they have the bloods? Of course
1: they did. The vampire yeah, but movies. people
0: didn't care that much back. I mean, you're of talking my parents. as you're a kid, you're talking like Nosferatu and stuff Wait, like I'm that. I'm the driving, right?
1: Watching friggin' you know, all of these vampire
0: flicks. Did you, at the end, when your dad left you for a pack of smokes, did you end up going and going on the swing singing "Stranded" at the drive-in, kind of like Danny Zuko? I wasn't Reese? allowed
1: over there by myself. No, I weren't <laughs>
0: you. You weren't. I am surprised that he just didn't say. Go get some snacks, go on the swings. Me here, Star and me are going to get down and dirty. That's what he didn't I know
1: mean. Star back then.
0: Oh, he didn't know Star then? Was he was still, still married at that point in time. Really? What does that mean? I mean,
1: the stories you he, he had another family oh, didn't have time for me. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, you meant that? I thought you meant married to your mom. No. Uh, but I heard Sony. Never married to my yeah, mom. Yeah, I, I know that. <laughs> I felt bad when I said that. It made me sad. But I heard Sony wanted to make the movie good enough for kids to watch. So besides, is drinking Red blood. He was drinking blue artificial blood. Oh, well, you get that synthetic blood. That's a you know, that's a smart. You better run out of undy. That line re- just always that will remind me of Wrong Turn, who actually thought that in slasher films and whatnot, the main villain was actually killing people. <laughs> like
2: the he idea thought that
1: he,
0: he was he, watching snuff films
1: each and every time he watched a horror movie. He wanted he to.
0: Yeah, he <laughs> wanted to become like a new Jason because that would allow him to kill people for real in the movie. And then when I said to him. Why would people sign up to be the other people to get killed?
1: I don't know. Look, the thing is, you say this. I love Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I love the idea of this cannibalistic family like we have, the like the Samson family and, you know, the, the Joker book yeah, right me. now, right? I love all of these things. I make constant jokes to Jessica Hell. I want to eat people one day, just to gross rap because it's fun to make. I was listening to a true crime podcast yesterday, I think it was, where it was an actual thing that happened in, like, 2001 or 2005, somewhere around the early 2000s, where – this German cyber cannibal got a guy online to come to his house and he was going to cut He cut his dick off, sauteed it, ate it and all <laughs> this stuff. He ate this guy. I'm like, this is the grossest shit I've ever heard in my life and I don't want to think I want to play with this, any of You're this anymore. You're not going to
0: joke around I'm anymore. Like,
1: it's not fun. It's gross. It's fucking gross. There's actual real people in this world that are the worst things ever. I'm like, I-, I crossed the line. I did. I don't want to play in this world no more.
0: Did he saute it up with like garlic and stuff? It was hard penis? as a rock. It was an animal. Oh, okay. That
1: sucks. I got to hear how it tasted. I don't like this fucking world. Oh, that's that's okay.
0: I'm not saying make it bloody, but don't you don't have to be so washed down that there's no point of a dry vampire movie. If you like a dry vampire movie Man, yourself.
1: What are you talking about? Like Stephen Wright is a vampire? What's your favorite
2: <laughs> that would be funny? <laughs> uh
0: I'm a vampire. Is there like
1: down in this vampire movie?
0: They you asked me if I wanted to be a vampire and I said that would really suck. There you go.
2: You know that's, what? Like, that's, that's a great like, joke from Stephen that's Wright. That's my Stephen Wright
1: vampire
0: <laughs> joke there, Eric. Uh, but, yeah, so what is, your pages. Fa- what is your favorite vampire movie of all time?
1: Just my me asking. My favorite vampire movie on the spot of all time. It's a weird one because I do like The Lost Boys a lot, and I usually will It's my it favorite. there. It's just so much fun. But, like, the thing is I like... I like all the Universal classic shit stuff too, but like it's one of those pretentious things. So I kind of want to say, like, oh, obviously well, the if 1931 I would say Lost
0: Boys to somebody, they'd be pretentious and but like, really I like throw Near it Dark
1: out. a lot too, like the Hillbilly Lost Boys, that's like good you know the too. Redneck Lost Boys. I like that so much, you know. It's it's, it's a toss up in my mind between Near Dark and Lost Boys. Okay, I'd like Lost. Uh, that's my people put I, Fright Night up there. I think it's a little too jokey, a little too goofy at times. How about American Werewolf in London? Is that your favorite Dracula? The fuck uh, is Dracula? wrong with that? <laughs> the Wolfman. Is that your favorite Wolfman movie? I was watching Fright Night 2 the other day, the original, like, Fright Night 2, where they actually had, um, they had, like, Uncle Rico in there as this, sort of, like, vampire, but he turned into a werewolf, and I'm like, I don't even understand what the rules are. To but even the idea where I was watching The Howling 2 the other day, where the whole idea of Christopher Lee and The Howling 2, it's a werewolf movie, but because Christopher Lee's in there and he played Dracula in the Hammer Flicks, all of the rules of werewolves just became vampire rules, and I'm like, "What the fuck are you doing? Do You even know what the movie you're making anymore?"
0: Would you say that the Jim Carrey once bitten is up there in your deal? Is that I is like that to have a double feature
1: with that and my best friend's a vampire. Okay, that, that'd be pretty cool.
0: Uh But yeah, ends up saying, "I can see why Marvel took out all the Spider-Man parts." And I saw one of the thing was like graffiti or something, and who needs that? Eric? It clutters up the, city. the streets. No need, that. Anyway, question of the week, and it kind of ties into this. I know Universal tried to make a dark universe. Oh my Uh, God, did they ever try multiple (laughs) times? Luis is just—he's stabbing you in the back with that. Oh my goodness, and failed just like Morbius. He says, "If you had an opportunity to watch a comic book dark universe movie or movies, who would you like to see?" Take uh, that and see when seven says it. Yeah, so like a dark
1: universe, like you're talking about the idea of like you know or DC's like the Constantine or something. Like There's something you would put in the dark category of like DC comics because we're talking about Marvel before. But
0: and he's, I just think he's saying in general because so I'm, I'm, I'm a good Anybody,
1: simple man. Where if you give me like, I love the Constantine TV show that it was on for one season like NBC a couple of years ago. He later went on to do like you know continue on that role in the Legends Tomorrow. I love that a lot. That Swamp Thing TV show that we had on you know the DC Universe app. For like one season, I thought that was amazing. You just give me something that was that well thought out from those two seasons, or like series, as a movie, like from Constantine and Swamp Thing, and I will be happy. No, I don't want an etching or anything like that because I don't want Ryman and Stealing for half the movie where it becomes as goofy as a Leprechaun fucking movie. The Tana talking backwards—I feel she's a better side character than a main character.
0: Well, that's going to be my problem when I give you mine. I think it's, it's just, more of a side. Just deal, give but me still. a
1: Constantine or a Swamp Thing, and I will be happy.
0: And again, he says a movie. I Nowadays, yeah, I could even go Stick with like rules. a series or something like that. He just says if you had enough opportunity to watch a comic book universe movie, again, a lot of these it's things like a, night, like a moon night, like a moon night, though, I think is better served as a TV show. But the thing that I would want, because I do not like the dark universe at all. Uh, not really like, many of the like characters. The, you don't know,
1: like Frankenstein and the, the Dracula's No, and the I'm Wolfs. saying in
0: the comic book uh, deal here you could have Frank. We could have a you Frankenstein, can have Frankenstein movie, Agent of Shade. No, actually, I think honestly, that's that'd be fucking amazing. If my you get it right. play though would actually have to be a TV. It'd have to be like a Ford or six like a Cabin in the, in the
1: Woods sci-fi horror movie with goofiness, with Agents of Shade, with the freaking Creature kind of Commandos fun. and Frankenstein going on like Suicide yeah, Squad other time missions, is this as this little, little Japanese schoolgirl deal, but. Actually, I'm changing my thing. That's what I want to say. Okay, you want
0: that. Again, what I'm going to say would not work for a movie. More of a side character in a team might work better, but would work, I think, in a well-done like a uh, TV show, like uh, a man Animal it. Man is okay. what I would like. And but I don't think Animal Man is a character that you could really throw out in a movie and really get a lot from it. I think that no, would that be a cool thing. No, I think that it'd be a cool thing to have a couple you know episodes okay of series so you have that but we're talking it.
1: about movies so what movie do you uh, want then to i say? don't really care
0: i i want animal man
1: because now that i said the frankenstein and that's what i want and How i describe it, I'm like oh that's just Hellboy.
0: yeah god <laughs> uh other than that yeah the dark cat if you end up having something with raven who i like you're just gonna end up getting teen angst and oh look at that
2: goth girl doing I mean, her Raven's thing right, and stuff, right.
0: i don't think it would be that great and like you said there's a ton of stuff there's a lot of things that would not be
1: that great about some of those. I just things, want to know how they would do the actual backwards magic. So is like, you, know, you see you it, know it, it's like, Dr. Fate? Well, Dr. Fate will show up in the the Black Adam movie coming up. So we have that there. We'll see where that goes because Pierce Bronson is um is Dr. Fate and that. I want to see more of that. Mm, Pierce Bronson. Seriously. Or what is what it, that Bronson? That was fuck it up.
0: 1988
1: call. And they want He was like Bond in 95. <laughs> they want
0: their Bond <laughs> I don't know. I'm telling you, I, I have not really seen much of Pierce lately. And that name. Just well, who have you seen much lately. of lately? I've seen Ryan Reynolds, right? Yeah. I, I just saw Tom Holland. A lot. I don't like that Zendaya. Did you watch you that second Spider-Man Zendaya? Yeah, I watched that, and then I watched the. the last I don't like one. that one. Yeah, it's okay, but it did set things up and whatnot, so I, I didn't mind. But I've seen them, right? I saw Tom Brady. Get you him out! I hate here. Tom Holland. He spent like two years talking shit on Tom Holland. I didn't like him at first, but I, I no, no. do you like him. You didn't like
1: now. him before you ever saw him. That's what I'm saying. I didn't like him. Now I like. Hey, you know this kid? I just saw a picture of. He is the worst just piece of shit goofy. alive. I just didn't like the goofy, but he's he's grown in. You want a real Tom Holland? You go get the guy who directed *Child's Play* one. Now, oh, that's my right. Tom Holland. That's what
0: I thought it was, right? Yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah. Pierce Bronson, though. What was the last thing he was in? Uh, yeah, I don't know. One the hospital man. for
2: a broken hip. Uh, that's what I'm saying
0: Eric But that is that He says see you in some But I'd like to see Something with Animal Man I think that they could do that And if you have time To, to play it out kiss. You can make it
1: pretty dark The goddamn James Bond You would end up some having shit
0: You'd a- end up having Goofiness of like Hey look at me I'm a
1: lion <laughs> That
0: stuff. I don't need that I want to So how about, a,
1: how about a Vixen movie
0: yeah, I don't need that either. I, it's the same, okay, same But I don't yeah, think perfect. that that I would call her a part of the dark universe. But with all of that, we go. And yeah, you, didn't, you, you didn't want to see Pierce Bronson 2021
1: Cinderella? No, did I that? did not. Or the Misfits? Well, No, didn't. What else? River tell
0: Dance, me something the animated. T- tell adventure. me something that you actually legitimately have heard of and watched that he was in, and I don't think you're going to get past 2005, How is what you. I think. Okay, so.
1: now I don't know if I actually watched this, but I at least <laughs> I, I know the title, The November okay. Man from 2014. Uh,
0: seriously, is that like, te- is Nick Cage in that well, as he's well? He's done like I mean, 20 seriously. movies since that.
1: Oh, I'm sure he has.
2: <laughs> Nick Cage.
0: Yeah. So, Again, you
1: say Nick yeah. Cage, he has an amazing movie that's coming out, it's getting rated reviews have and I can't wait for coming that. coming out,
0: but he also went through about 20 years of nothingness. Of that nonsense, was like 20 years so. ago. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see. You know when, when y'all say that, like national treasure is still a national treasure. Yeah, when was that? Know, that's Long years time ago. ago. Long time ago. But that's it. We no none of this fighting about Pierce Bronson. Right now, Stork is getting so angry. He loves that Bond stuff. I don't need it. They need the Bond. But anyway, keep... he's Doctor Fate in Black Adam this year. So fuck off. Well, we'll see. I, I think that we'll see if he makes it. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> Doctor Fate. Ah, uh, yes. But we're gonna go off now. We still have couple more books are going to go up to another Batman deal Batman killing time off we go
2: he got his first real comic got it at a five and nine Read it to his fingers bland been reading comics most of his life him and some guys from school they had a book and they tried real hard Jake quit. Knuckles got married Darkness wise never gonna get far When he looks back
0: I Eric, you have read comics most of your life. And of course, you're a bigger Mortal Kombat fan than I am. All of those things all wrapped into one to bring us a section that, Eric, again, and this is something we should just do just to remind us all.
1: I'm wrong turn. This is Batman, bits. That we have a lot
0: of Batman books uh, out there. So if every time I use that, we're going to end up saying that a lot throughout all of our podcasts, but some good, some bad. The facts of life, Eric, and we're going to get into this next one. This is Batman Killing Time. And the first issue came out and I saw a lot of people were jumping on. A lot of people actually said, hey, I haven't liked a lot of Tom King's things recently, but I really liked that first issue. Me and you had some problems with it. We ended up reading it. It wasn't again. It's weird because Tom King, a big writer, and down the line, whether you know, you're know you a fan or not, he is going to be mentioned a lot in this era of comics. And I do think at some point people will end up saying, oh, which era of Tom King are you talking about? Are you talking about the repeating dialogue, Tom King? Are you talking about the poetry? Uh, writing Tom King, or now, are you talking about the time-jumping Tom King? He ends up grasping onto something in these books, and and then it becomes a thing for him in a lot of different things. The repeating
1: panel Tom King.
0: Yeah, or that. I mean, but in this now, with the Bat-Cat book and now this Batman killing time, he just loves to jump around in time, different timelines. Jump around. And do they end up helping the story? Did they elevate it or whatnot? And you could say, well, we have to wait and see by the end. No, the answer is no. The pacing is so off. In these
1: issues, especially when you're giving specific times and be like, I understand if you want to have some kind of big reveal with your ancient Greece kind of parts of this book where you're jumping back 3000 years in the past. But for the main majority of the book, why can't you tell a linear story? Because just jumping back like five minutes or an hour back in time or an hour in future or a few days in the future here or there, where you're just constantly jumping and you have to realize what day you were on previously. That is not a good way to tell a story. Just make it linear because you're not adding anything this way
0: when you end up having these ancient Greece ancient and things like that, I think that you could have just had an epilogue of each issue showing that where you get done the story of the here and now don't jump around within five minutes and then a week and then tomorrow, then yesterday. Oh, let's have a linear story because when he ended up talking about this book, he ended up saying, Hey everybody, I know that I have this kind of typecast type deal with my writing, but this is the book that I think is real fun. You're going to enjoy the fun of this. I get so held back by this time jump that I can't say that I would ever be able to have fun the way it's presented. The story itself, I don't even know. The the thing is, as I'm reading it, I'm thinking to myself, how the hell are we going to talk about this book But the jumping back and forth and whatnot? we'll, We'll try. But it is Batman Killing Time number two, written by Tom King, art by David Marquez, Alejandro Sanchez, Clayton Cowles. And the art's really great. I mean, that's Love one thing. That Tom King
1: Marquez are with the Alejandro Sanchez colors. So, like, his book looks amazing. He gets
0: to the best artists, which you know, that's one thing. They end up liking doing his books. They become popular, whatnot. So, I can see why. But when you end up having it, sometimes you just think, well, that's kind of wasted on some of this, and it ends up where this story jumping around. I just, I, I'm left behind a bit, and I well, want you gotta to think yourself, something. Jim. You got to
1: understand this background on this ancient Greece thing because we have no idea what that means, though. But when you start with King Pentheus of Th- uh, Thebes being killed by the Maenads, the female followers of Dionysus, throughout this book, and at the end, you actually see King Th- King Pentheus walking to the mountains where we know at the beginning of this book that he's already been brutally murdered by his mother and two aunts. You know, these female followers of Dionysus. Why do we need to see his ass walk into the woods for the final bit of this whole thing? Here's
0: the thing. The weird thing about it and jumping through time and things, and you really are playing out the idea. And It's not going to happen, but you end up having him walking as if it's the same thing going on as Batman driving towards the safe house deal that you have Selena and the Riddler at. Almost as if we, oh, my God, is Batman going to get killed and put his head on a pike? I kind of think it won't, but it it plays up like you want to see parallels, but they're not working. And you want to see what's going on. There are some things that could be fun in this. But also, I want to point out that with this over narration of time and space and, you know, he went here. Some of these panels are just there as a panel that you're being you, It's told what's happened. I don't need to be told that somebody's turning a key, seeing a key being turned. I don't need need, to see. You don't
1: need to know about this random woman sitting on a bus stop and watching the Batmobile go by. And that's an entire page. Yeah, I don't need that. What I want is to have a fun story where you have the
0: Riddler and Selena. Now, also with that, though we're getting another bit of selena here that is really chummy chummy it seems with the joker that feels off of the one thing that we really enjoyed from tom king's run but also in the here and now there's no wow factor of riddler teaming up with selena in my mind because we even saw that with the designer and things like that like these people all teaming up and doing things is kind of passe by now i just want to have something of cool,
1: that's cool because i always I go back to is. the batman 66 era where you had the like the foursome you know the terrible foursome that you had from that like the joker bat i the joker catwoman riddler and penguin where those were like these are the big gotham baddies right now and i always go back to like something that i love growing up the joker's always a wild card in the card in the comics so he doesn't make sense from what we've seen riddler and penguin they're really good friends so when you started out like last issue and see that the riddler is going to beat the penguin almost to death i'm like that feels really weird for where we well, that's are. That's what I'm
0: comics. saying. I, and again, that's where I was going to say when you say the Batman sixty six and stuff like that, that could be fun. And again, I'm going with the whole thing that Tom King said. This is his fun book. This is the idea of having fun with the deal. I'm looking at the page now where Penguin is pretty much, you know, dying. He's there in in the hospital room, barely clinging onto life. Fun times, Eric. It will get
1: there with the fun times in my All mind. All of
0: this ends up... Well, we only have four more issues again, too. No, remember, I mean, from, this From
1: is... this issue, though, from the idea of what we talked about, why, you know, he has beaten as badly as he is, it is Riddler dicking up the works, so even though he promised Catwoman he wouldn't do that. It makes me giggle.
2: If that's the
0: whole premise of an entire six-issue mini, it's I need more than that. And the heist, though, with that, because of the jumping in time, I, get, I lose track of when the heist, what the heist, and what the whole setup was. So, you end up having this whole thing in here where, you, and we'll try to make it as linear as we can. You end up having, you know, the Riddler figuring out a heist that they can go and do Selena, they have to have a money man. Do you know why they figured that
1: out, though? It's because, as linear as we can get here, at one point, super, uh, but, uh, Superman, t- the Joker got a super dose of sodium pentothal, a truth serum that he plugged in the Batman's neck right there. It says, what secrets do you have, Batman? And Batman must have told him something about that box that, that box. our villain stole in the last issue. What's in the box? And man? then because of this, we don't find out what it is. We just know that the Joker has found out something really spectacular, and he ends up telling some other people. He goes, whispers down the lane where the Riddler gets an idea about... We can go and steal this joker's not going to do anything with this information. We get you know the penguin behind us is the money man you Selena, we have you know killer croc created a diversion of here. there's still some players in this game that we don't know of there's one other person who's a part of this plan that we don't know, and there's another person who's going to be the buyer that we don't know but overall, this is the heist and the riddler's idea from the whisper down the lane about what the joker learned and what they are stealing but whatever it is, it is powerful enough I say powerful but Expensive enough that the Riddler and Catwoman will never have to do another heist in their lives. And they end
0: up, they do a little heist and they get caught. So then they're going to come up with this plan. Hey, buddy, you know, I, I think I can get a plan. Selena will never have to do a thing. So, well, the big thing where they end up trying to get these things and then go to a mansion. And the narration then says, on February 1st at 11.59 a.m., Kyle and Enigma wait outside my door. Yeah. And there is like, is this going to just be Clock King? Is it going to end up being, because you're really centered on time And things like that as a calendar man Is it one of those that that's just the idea of it being clever with that Or what not, I don't know And so when you're doing this though Some of the things could be fun Even though, even when you get kind of like the here and now Where they have done this, they have the box They end up where Selena and Riddler are in like a safe house And yeah. Riddler's fishing And I th- what I thought was funny is not even like The idea of him dicking it up with his riddles, even though Selena says you better not have led, you know, a trail of gumdrops (laughs) here. What I like about it kind of plays off the idea that I laugh about with Selena. I laugh about it in, say, Marvel with Black Cat, where Riddler goes to fish and it ends up becoming a riddle that he has to crack to fish. And I like the idea that everything he does has to be a riddle, which then does play off in that idea of he did leave a thing we see we're told he ended up doing Morse code with him beating up the penguin is is,
1: i'm just sitting there at one point i am rooting for the riddler to get past his own psychosis where he can promise to selena kyle this is our one last heist i promise i will not screw this up i will not put my riddler dick prints all over this this is our one and done job we have set everything up here to the point where they double cross the penguin it seems the only reason to double cross the penguin besides for getting more money out of the deal is that when you see him like later on in a flashback in this issue beating the Penguin with his own umbrella, where he's hitting him hard then hitting him soft. Batman then like uh, examining the body at the hospital later on. I say the body, but you know just the Penguin's like laying up, you know, body in the hospital bed he has been bruised in morris code for the riddler to send a clue to batman i'm like you son of a bitch edward why do you have to dick up and, everything? and then
0: i love the idea that basically batman probably did have to strip the penguin and look at him nude Gross. to see those but still uh
1: that's a joke and a riddle right there the joke's on you batman it
0: plays off again though it's very similar in my mind of where batman was beating up people and he's punching him way Drake. different than that but i just think that that's him doing that again and with that like you said, if we get six issues of Batman Killing Time, and really the big thing of it is the joke of man, that Riddler he keeps putting his dick. We've seen this so many times. We have that as a joke, in like Robot Chicken. Well, it's the
1: psychosis of things that when you have these characters like this, it's like the idea of like um, of the Joker not doing something like crazy, or like Two Face not making two pun- well, like That's you know, fine. two
0: puns. But a six issue, if that's what this is all about then
1: why are we going to Greece? Why are we talking no, I'm, killer? I'm, I'm not saying that it's all about just that one thing where Batman gets on the case. That feels like that's what it is, though. I don't get much more, except what's in the box. What's in the box, yeah. And how does it, like, you know, go back to
0: ancient Greece? Yeah. Again, I'm really worried, and I'm not going to say that I think that it will all be tied up in a bow here, because a lot of times there's ambiguous endings, and I don't need that. And six issues worries me, because a lot of times after six issues of a 12-issue mini, he has barely even told anything. So I'm starting to worry that this is just going to be smoke and mirrors again with jumping through time and space and whatnot with that to end with just, oh, man, there was nothing in the box. Or, it was my heart. Like, it's a mirror. There it is. You're the hero. You look at yourself in there. I just hope there's more to it.
1: See, so the thing is, you said, the only thing that I hope out of this, because I think we will get a complete story for where we are on pace. These are oversized issues, though. The thing that I'm worried about is there's not enough story. Like, we are padding things up because I'm looking at this whole thing. I started reading out loud that yesterday just because some of these things seem really terrible to be full pages, but even when you have Vera, the like, you know, Killer Croc's girlfriend who got all that money and now she's on a fucking spending spree, which brings Batman to her place because he realizes that, you know, has anybody gotten money from this point? Is they making big expenditures? Which puts, you know, her on the path of Killer Croc finding out all these different things. But when we just see Vera walk into her apartment, we have this narration of her going to the elevator, riding up the elevator, walking down her hall, putting the key in the doorway, opening her door, and Batman being there, but it just being the narration Four minutes later at 2.38 p.m., 14 miles north near Midtown, Vera opens the door to her apartment, which is located in Kane Tower. She crosses through the lobby to the elevator. She takes the elevator to the 37th floor. She walks down the hallway. She uses her key to open units 3742. At 2.40 p.m., she opens the door. She finds Batman waiting. the <laughs> fuck, And then you go to the next page, and it's more narration.
0: Before that was even the deal with the idea of the Batmobile pass. Yes, That's it's why I started the whole there.
1: idea where it's like roughly three thousand years later Go on. No the page 4th, before it's back in Greece. well that, that's fine with me just for where it goes, because it was doing something different. But when you have a lady sitting there and we're doing narration to talk about how Batman passed her on the road and that's a full page to Vera walking into our apartment buddy, to Selena Kyle. At that exact minute, Selena Kyle waits in the safe house by the lake. She opens up a box. She closes the box. And then Riddler answers the phone. And he says, our our freaking buyer's on his way. That's another page. I
0: mean, two of the pages are, are two of the panels. Yes, we're here.
1: All right. Okay, that it, it just—it feels like we're padding this out because there's not enough story for what he wants to tell. The idea
0: where you said it's oversized—that's fine. I don't think that he's using the. I think he's writing a regular story and then padding the it with that. Oversized is a
1: hindrance at this point for the amount of pages that we have. A to lot waste. of
0: people end up saying this, even with say his human target deal, where the art and that's great. But you legitimately in one of the issues, one of the past issues, you had a full page of twelve panels looking at a. telephone. That's all it was. You're using these artists that are great to have a telephone in 12 panels. Why? Why are you having this where you're already explaining it in over-the-top narration of, she walked into the apartment. She went here. She went to the lobby. This is a waste. This is not only just a waste of page space and ends up being something that pulls the whole entire pacing of it down, but you're also using a great artist to draw a picture of somebody opening a door with with a key. And even saying that, so all of that just ends up like, yeah, and when you get to the end, I think that there's so much of these type of things going on, coupled with Greece, coupled with the times jumping back and forth, if you try to figure that out, that by the end, you are confused of what did I just read and was it enough, and... For me, on top of that, because I do think the art's incredible. I think it's, it's so really good. good. Yeah, and I really, really like David Marquez's art in here.
1: I just want to know how the hell Killer Croc is dating the yeah, I need I to know, know what that know. Man's I secret I really,
0: when she's there and I'm like, is Batman going to start getting some smooches here too? I don't know, because I would, right? But he ends up where even the Selina in this is too much reminiscent now of the Bat-Cat Selina of cursing it up and drunk. And then also, I mean, just she can't stop cursing. She seems over the top. And then just the, hey, I I hang out with the Joker. And I'm like, really? Like, I don't, I I really thought that this, because it being kind of a flashback deal and and going with some stuff like that, you would end up being able to have some fun. And then let's see Tom King actually have fun. But he ends up not being able to get out of his own way with this time jumping and things like that and this over the top, awful. Dialogue at points In my mind Even like the idea If we're going to go With some tropes Or whatever You end up having The riddler Hey it's just, everything's a riddle, Right we have to solve it Meow 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 She's crazy at that point Alright she's crazy But again Is she or isn't she a- Well she's in Arkham and So is he And he's just Riddling it up And they get thrown In Arkham Because they went And stole some You know stuff And even then You have scenes Where hey we break in And oh man This jewelry heist Went bad And ah oh, we need Some more You know, we need the last big score or whatnot. And I just, by the end, the pacing just ended up being thrown off so bad by it that I couldn't even get that involved. I couldn't get really as much as I want to try to get into the story and like it where, you know, you end up having like there's uh, what's it called Penguin. Oh, my God. He has the, you
1: know, the umbrella gun and then he gets hit with that. Hey. It could be fun, but well, I just even when I find it that I fun. want because the idea of the Riddler that that is my main enjoyment of it, because he can't get out of his own way and he's going to fuck everybody in the process with this magnificent heist that we don't know anything else besides that it's the best heist there's ever been in this whole world. But when you have Catwoman there loving to hang out, with the Joker says she actually loves hanging out with the Joker when her uh, Riddler are making a, a different heist previously. Where it's like, you know, she wraps her like whip around a guard's neck and then like three bones are broken in Taylor's neck here and it looks like there's blood with a crack. I'm like, all right, well, the Catwoman just killed this person yeah, because it looks like what are we them. doing? Because that's the one thing like we talked about previously where Catwoman said she is not like the rest of Batman's Batman. She is care. not a psychopath. She is a freak. Uh, the freak. She's a, a thief. Freak. <laughs> freak. She's a freak in the sheets is what she yeah, is. She is. She's a thief. And I work with that and I'm okay with that. But she just murdered a man here, it looks like. The and man, what and you're like, saying is happening? this was
0: something in jokes and riddles that Catwoman said specifically herself in the Tom King book to Batman. Listen, don't come after me because I don't get involved with those assholes. They're crazy. I'm just a cat burglar. I'm doing my thing.
1: I'm not. And since then, has just gone against that. I think that he might have heard a podcast where we said that he we liked that. And we kept talking about that. So he went completely 180 again away from that.
0: Again, you have some things where he comes out and says he comes out a lot and says things that he didn't like and goes against them and things that like a heroes in crisis when people are like, oh, my God, your booster and Harley were horrible. And he's like, I didn't pick them. I didn't put them in. They told me to put them in. Oh, what would you do? That wasn't my idea. They made me do that. Maybe it was one of those things that somebody had told him to have Selena say that just bit my tongue. Uh, But and now he's just gone against it so much because he didn't like that. Or maybe he just forgot he wrote it. He also has admitted that he doesn't remember things that he writes very well. He doesn't have a great memory like that. And I can appreciate that because I don't either. But it just seems like since then and since a lot of the backhead stuff, he's just gone out of his way to try to make Selena not as good a character. As at one point it seemed like he was pushing. At one point we thought that he wanted to write a Catwoman book over a Batman book, and a lot of the Catwoman fans were were liking that. But in this, again, the cursing and the drinking and the killing—it's just—it's over the top. Now, as an aside, you say about him listening and <laughs> just as a joke, you know, he heard we like that going against it. I mean, you cannot get out of the way of the place names in this, especially because it's over the top narration, and there's some that are right in your face. And I'm talking about the idea that. I think it's been pushed even more now. The idea of, hey, we're going down Bray Fogle Boulevard, and here we go, and Kane Deal, and whatever. There are so many things in there. Even if you go, anybody mentioned by name, that name is something. And somebody, and it's driving me nuts, and that's just a personal I don't, deal. I still not think about it. it doesn't it's bother me at all. It's just a personal deal. It just it throws me out of the issue now when we end up where everywhere you go in this, you end up having things, including just random people mentioned by name, actually are a tribute to somebody else and that and that. And it just,
1: you don't like that the that the penguins in the ICU have sprang general. Exactly. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't need. that. I mean, what does that do?
2: You. I get it. I get that you want to do this and you want. Oh my god, what a tribute! What a great guy.
1: And again, for some reason, it's it's a stupid little thing. You don't like that, but even going that where where the penguin isn't like you know admitted here and he's under the name Ben Gwyn. I'm like, <laughs> yes. that makes me giggle. I just, but why? I it just you keep doing these things. I'd
2: rather have a story. Then sit there and circle jerk with everybody in history
1: here. I think there was a thing in uh, Batman 66 where he was like, Penguin was under the alias of P.N. Gwynn. So it makes me think of that. It makes me giggle.
0: Well, he ends up in even like there's... I mean, they end up in this. There are really... Really, like, he's running out of people to throw tributes to, so he's throwing in podcasters in this one, he is also going people who wrote for Mad Magazine, you end up having a guy that did a couple issues of The Brave and the Boldest, stuff like that, I'm like, you're really just getting it all out there, aren't you, oh my god, but Yeah, by the end, paying it forward, Jim. I'm interested (laughs) in this. Yeah. I'm interested enough that because at this point, two issues in.
1: Batman is on the road trying to get to the safe house. He's going 200 200 some miles an hour. He's on on the Simonson Parkway, Jim. You made me spit my coffee, you <laughs> son of a bitch. I, am a, I thought I had a second
0: there, and I wait knew. You second. Control yourself. The thing is, I spit take that because I knew that if I didn't, I was going to end up choking to death. So I spit. I spit it all over. My cat's looking at
1: me like an asshole. Don't get there in 15 minutes, Jim, on that Simonson Parkway.
2: <laughs> I'm telling you, it doesn't stop. It's everything that is mentioned, and it's just Look, so wait, over I'll the go top. and
1: buy you something nice at the Mooney Jewelries. <laughs> there it is.
0: These are all the things here. Oh my god! And then again, the guy who gets killed in that he is somebody. Then you go Taylor up to here, down. and that's somebody. Oh my goodness gracious! It just doesn't end, and I can't take it. It throws me out. So I'm reading this, and the pacing because of that jumping back. But there's me, and I know it's just me. There has to be one other crazy nut like me going. But every time Simonson Avenue, I'm like, you son of a bitch! I get so angry. Like <laughs> I, I hate it. Uh, but overall. Like, again, I don't hate this issue. I'm more confused. I'm more wanting to get involved. It's almost like any other time. I'm not good at riddles. And not that this is about the Riddler, but I'm talking about wordplay or things or jokes or whatever. I feel like I'm at a party and everybody's laughing at these cocktail party jokes. And I'm like, I'm Homer. I'm like, I don't get You're it. You're just wrong turn. Here. And then I start just laughing, but then I laugh when I'm not supposed to. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. And now I'm I'm just a jerk. Uh but yeah, I <laughs> I can't and, I, and I, a lot of people like that first issue. Then I look and I'm looking. I have coffee everywhere. You end up where <laughs> the reviews even weren't that great for this one. I think that that first one, people are like, okay, this is cool, let's go. And now the second one, like, mm, like, let's get something. I need something going on. I don't need to have six issues where, again, Tom King. But, Jim, we went to Bridwell's fine jewels in this issue. <laughs> I'm not drinking any coffee while we're doing this anymore. Yeah, that, that's all they had to tell you. It doesn't end. If you look into it, it doesn't end. But again, is this (laughs) all I'm doing right now? Is looking into it? Is this the best way to tell a story that you really want to have to be fun and? But thank God, Vera lives a cane tower, Jim. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's an oldie but a goodie. That is an oldie but a goodie. But how many different cane things are around? But you can also play it out that it works in a different way. But still. We're not even bitching and moaning about the Greece stuff and going back in that because Elizabeth we have no
1: idea what's going on. On. <laughs> She sits at the number 42 bus stop on the 400 block of Haney Street. <laughs> Street, there you go. Look, you can just count your blessings. You don't have any of this stuff in the backgrounds of ancient Greece.
0: I know. All of a sudden, they're in Greece. We're going to. They're not going to the Parthenon. They're
1: they're end up. Uh, we're going to go to the Palmyon. I can't even say Palmyon.
0: <laughs> Oh my god! Yep. Also, oh, just keep going because we have a Len Wein deal in this as well. It just keeps going. Oh my god! And it—I is there? I was just gonna say, if that's your thing, how could that be somebody's thing that they're like? I'd love an issue where everywhere we go, and plus, because it's the narration and the timing, you have to spell out the location, so it really just is like, <laughs> how can I throw this shit in ad nauseum to Ginger really just
1: pulled off what will become known as the massacre of Newton Hill. <sighs>
0: I told you, and you said to me, you're like, ah, I don't really I didn't, I didn't notice If think it, about it twice, honestly. I'm looking for it when now. When you start looking for it, and it's kind of a trigger for me, it, it'll drive you insane. All right? So, by the end, though. This, do you know anybody named
1: Stan Drake, who is the local postal no, carrier No, I'm
0: telling you, I, I looked up uh, the thing, and all I could think of, they're just going, Tim Drake. Now, now we're really, we don't even have real people anymore we're going to go, but it's probably somebody. And usually it's just like the last name, whatever, but Batman is headed off. It looks like the Riddler has left the trail. Like Selena said, you better not have left the trail. While well, we also end she up said, having. I love that part. Yeah, that's good. And I think that with that, I don't necessarily think that it's fully the idea that the Riddler can't get out of his own way and puts the Dick prints. I actually think that he's thinking ahead. What about Toth's Toffee, where Libero works? I say Toth. It's Toth's Toffee. Toth. Uh, yeah, Toth's Toffee. And uh, and I, even that, that repeat, like, I told you yesterday that I worked near here. All right. Make your purchase and move on. Uh, but by the end, Batman coming and, you know, seemingly being led to where we think that he's going right to that safe house.
1: Well, Jim, he had to get the information from Killer Croc in the Morrison wing of Arkham Asylum <laughs> yeah. before he found out about Vera to get to the freaking point where he goes to the Penguin to find out that there's Morris coat that leads him to the safe house of Riddler and See, Catwoman. That's,
0: I need Grant Morrison to read this and like, don't you I really much do a Will Smith. Get my name out of your mouth. Right. Uh, I, there think you go. I'm done. I
1: think I did everything.
0: Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. All those. Oh, bravo. All right, I can, I can drink my coffee now. But Batman either might be heading to a dupe. Maybe it's not where they are. Maybe that we find out. They
1: are waiting at the Sunway house, so I know that. I don't know who that is. On Lake Giordano. <laughs> yeah,
2: Giordano, the lake. There you go. All right, there I think we go. I'm done now. Keep going.
0: <laughs> you end up where uh, maybe it's that Riddler wants this to happen because maybe he wants to end up having Batman get in the way. Of that buyer after they already purchased the
2: thing, what again?
1: He, when they go to the buyer's house, so we can only assume it's the buyer at this point. They have to ring the doorbell at, at exactly twelve o'clock, and this whoever's given the like the narration here. So the clocking does make sense. What's clocking? Who knows at this point in time what the character or a Tom calendar King uses. man
0: if he wants to mess it up or something like that. It more like clocking. I know like it the, does exact time. And then when you see that, I actually thought like, oh, that'd be kind of cool. That's why. You get, and when, he, when you figure out that the narration is from this person, where they're at my house. It does make sense of somebody who would be so obsessed with time. And somebody
1: who's obsessed with time because we have to exactly. know exactly when something happened every time we see it. And
0: again, it. if you want to get somebody in, the, the cool place, you why is again, the like I said,
1: dicking around with when things are happening? Be linear about it. Your clock. Stop jumping around time. Is that the whole game? Because you're jumping around time?
0: I started thinking of the calculator as well of the idea where they did need. The buyer seems to almost be setting up the plan as well or the little details of the timing. And I thought maybe that but it's a weird deal. But you got to tell me whatever this is better, if it is the clocking or whatever, it can't just be that you need to have whatever this box is with something that clocking needs to get and clocking so goofy that I, I just wonder. But and it might not be that, but that kind of interests me. It interests me of the idea is Riddler really can't get out of his own way or is he setting up Batman who Batman shows he up? He can't get out of his goddamn and, way. And just think, though, if, if Riddler ends up in Catwoman, they sell the thing. They give the box. The guy gives the money. And then Batman comes in to kind of, and they There's get out the with money the money and the, and the box as well somehow in a fight or something like that. That would be pretty pretty cool that he is ending up using mm-hmm. Batman. And as we know, for, I mean, how many years has this been? Batman does not do things well and
2: gets duped constantly. He's never about? a guy a who's on detective. the up and up. I'm telling
0: you, this guy ends up fear state. You know, even the idea of City of Bane and all the run, he's always behind a step or two behind the the criminals. And that would I will play tell out you well this. with me.
1: You feel that Tom King's Batman is continuing on, not even just Tom King, but Batman in general, where he's always getting fucked over, duped somehow, stuff like that. But I will tell you that Tom King has upped his game on his riddler front because I have not liked, I don't, he has one riddle. And honestly, well, he has two kind of, but one really important one, because it's not a joke, it's an actual riddle, and it's actually a good riddle right here, which I like, because when Riddler comes out at the beginning of this book, he says, a woman and a cat went to a lake for a vacation. When she got there, the woman dove in the water and yet stayed on the dock. How was this possible? And he says, the cat's name was Yet. I'm like, that was a riddle because usually you just tell a joke and you think it's a riddle, or to- a riddle of Tom King and it really infuriates me. But you know what? You did it. You had a riddle in the book and you told a riddle. You are making progress, my boy.
0: Yeah, that that is a, a pretty fun thing. And then I like that Selena's like, yeah, bullshit. And I'm going to solve a riddle. How do you get killed by Batman? And you, know, you better not dick this shit up. I just I actually like where. Riddler comes back and then and, and catches a fish and almost makes it like I didn't realize that it was just like a riddle, you gotta solve and he caught a fish. So I I thought that that was kind of funny. But we'd have to we'll have to see how it goes forward and whatnot. So with all that, what would you give it? The
1: thing is, I love the art in this book. I think the characterization of Riddler is the best here that it's ever been in a Tom King book, sadly. But Sulena continues on a downward spiral for me the way she's presented the Tom King book. The overall presentation of this book is a mess with the jumping back and forth through time, but maybe it is a fucking weird thing with Ke- like a uh, clock king or something like that the whole point of it is but i don't know why you would jump through time and just not be linear like a clock king would like it just really does take takes away not storytelling even here so it really makes it confusing at what point it's going unless you actually memorize and or write down or go back and look at where it is after you're done reading something it's not a good way to tell a story but with those things it's still probably my book of the week i'm giving the 6.5 out of 10
0: I'm at a regular five. I like the art. I'll, I'll also point out that we have yet another Tom King book that has Batman on the the title and cover, and you don't really get a lot of Batman. He's just kind of zipping around and then doing his thing feel of visiting. Like we're
1: getting more Batman here than we are in Batman Catwoman. <laughs> uh, it maybe. Well, uh,
0: that one timeline, he's dead, and that Batmobile is tight. But this really ends up, it's tighter. This ends up as it's going down Brain Focal Boulevard. Is it Len Lemween Avenue? Uh, you end up where? Simonson Parkway, Joe. It's just, and it does, this actually feels more like a progression from his Batman run than even the Bat Cat does with the way that I said. Batman really doesn't do much. He's just walking around, and it's more of the other characters that Tom King seems to want to write uh, more than, uh, say, a Batman. And even then, Batman ends up a lot of this if i just go back to the batman who can't do anything right he did get caught by the joker who then could use the sodium pentothal to end up getting this that big shit secret happens. too but again all of the problems were set up by him there and then he ends up just kind of walking around going down i mean i don't mind him you know walking down tomasi avenue he's
1: doing detective work jim
0: right? he's there tomasi avenue he's there tied in boulevard I don't know. It's funny. I've never thought, I never remember him using Tynan, who did replace him on Batman. Maybe, maybe he's a little sore with him. I don't know. But you know, when they go to Snyder Plaza. They
1: went to Snyder College. Yeah, I'm telling it's all the things. So, but I don't think that goodness, was this book. I think that was a Titan book. I'm not sure. Yeah, about.
0: but fi- it's everybody. I mean, and it became such a, a, a crazy over the top. Pay it forward, Jim. Usually it's it's there and a lot of times what you'll get. And I actually I read. Like,
2: a I wrote you, you into issues. this
1: comic story that I'm gonna do where you go over to Werner's Glory Hall to get the best blowjobs. <laughs> well, I mean, life. why wouldn't you? That's where I would go. That's where i go every Friday night. <laughs> Just Jim in a bathroom sucking himself off. I don't need this. I just need to pay, And like, that's why
0: I'm doing the yoga. I did it guys. I did it. And I've run out. I end up where I was reading some back issues, something from like the seventies. And they ended up having again, like a Bray Fogel or something yeah. like that, but it wasn't, spell- weird. it was actually them just driving by, a street sign, and for some reason, that was a little better for me. Schwartz of Avenue. Having it there, it was like something like that. It was Julius and Schwartz there. O'Neill it? Alley. Yeah, <laughs> really, that's where you go for a good time there as well, right? Is that is that? No, Irish. I don't need that. Don't mean, you uh, yeah, you're Irish. Is that why? I'm because American. You know, what are you talking about you know the deal. Uh, well, yeah, then you get you know somebody like Luke Hollywood in there with this exactly. PlayStation
1: sweater. The guy goes out, he's looking for the ladies, he's got this PlayStation sweater on. Now, is it a sweater that says PlayStation, or is it a sweater with just the PlayStation buttons on there?
0: It has the buttons, it says PlayStation, okay. it's got everything. This thing was
1: the ugliest thing I've ever well, seen. the thing is, he wants the ladies, but he also wants them to know that he plays games. I guess, he's playing with those games heart. with him. <laughs>
0: Quit playing games Ah, I mean. uh, But yeah, 5 out of 10, but I really do like the art and... This could change. I mean, one of these issues could be like, bam, okay, this makes sense. I
1: want Greece. somebody to make a super cut of the story, though, where you get rid of the majority of the, of the narration well. and just put it in a linear motion at the end. Maybe have, like you said, have an epilogue. Cause actually, I don't even mind the Grease stuff jumping around. If you want to throw that in somewhere, is fuck, Danny Zuko on here? I mean, oh. if you're
0: going to have Grease, when are they getting in the Grease Like, I need that. I need Rizzo. They're going to be singing Summer Lovin'. That's the Grease stuff I want. But yeah, I, I actually thought of the idea of a supercut. Super cut. Like you said, yeah. I'd like this and the Back Cat book as a supercut. And I'm yeah, afraid... I don't need any of that. If you, <laughs> have, that this, if you have this as a supercut, you... I'm done with this. This could still be good, though. You might end up thinking like, ah, I'm, I'm worried. It's like, am I asking for something that I'm going to regret? Because I'm going to see there really isn't much of a story here that it's all smoke and mirrors. But we'll see. We'll see by the end. and. You know as we go but this issue just again when we talked about the Batman book earlier this didn't seem like we got a lot but I couldn't tell because you're just jumping around so it seems like you have a lot of scenes but it's really just scenes out of pacing and and whatnot so with that you like it a little more than me but we're going to go off now to a little bit of news and then we'll be back to finish up the podcast. Hey everybody, I'm here with Luke Hollywood. What up, Luke? What up, Jim? Hey, and we're jumping in here on the DC Comics Podcast to let everybody know and and give them the idea. We have a manga podcast. We have the Weird Science Manga and Anime Podcast. And if you are interested in something like that with the manga, you can go and check us out. But the big reason is a teaser of what is coming up. We're going to change some things up on the manga podcast where we want to get more new readers involved and get some new people involved with the manga and i think that manga is one of those things where if you are a little disillusioned with dc or marvel or whatever you're reading manga is a really good thing to jump onto really fun i ended up really falling in love with it and even a andrew in belfast this past week he's obsessed with it so we thought why not Start some things where people can jump on And what we're going to end up doing At the beginning of May We're going to have some reading clubs Where we're going to get some of the bigger mangas That I even think people who aren't reading manga End up knowing about Say stuff like a My Hero Academia uh, A Demon Slayer A Mm. Death Note Stuff like that Dragon Ball And we're going to end up having A reading club podcast for each of the books That will allow people to just jump on And see what this manga thing is about Because I do think that comic book readers you're, you're set up to love the manga, but you're afraid to jump in because mm. it, it seems so foreign and so different and whatnot. But once you get in, we'll let you, we'll, we'll, we'll guide you in and we'll end up showing you how easy peasy it is. But this is just a teaser again. We'll come back next week and stuff like that and talk more about what we're going to do. But yeah, if you are interested in manga, even right now, just look up the weird science manga and anime podcast and give us a listen but that is it luke we're gonna go now and we're gonna go off to the news the
2: the news
0: this is the news and i have two news items for us all tonight as i return to uh, doing the news here on the podcast i hope to continue doing this each and every episode that doesn't always work out and sometimes there isn't that much news so we'll see how it goes but that is the plan the first bit is something that fans of the young justice phantoms cartoon seem to be very excited about including my man john wayne and the get fresh crew Uh, uh, but this is young justice returns in the comic book series young justice target the surprising second life of the fan favorite dc animated series young justice continued in the young justice phantoms cartoon but When the current season of the HBO Max streaming series ends, a new Young Justice story is coming, this time in a digital first comic book. Young Justice Targets, which DC calls a follow-up to Phantoms, fully set in the show's canon as a six-issue limited series, written by Phantoms showrunner Greg Wiseman, with art by storyboard artist Christopher Jones. DC Universe Infinite, the publisher's digital comics platform, will have the debut issue first, On June 14th So digitally, it'll come out June 14th But then they are going to Collect these, usually when you end up Having this sort of thing Sometimes you get two chapters But This seems like each one will be full out deal So number one Will be Young Justice Targets Number one will end up being printed as well But you'll have to wait for July 26th For that So about a month and a half later But if you do have and have access to The DC Universe Infinite app you can get that early, and that will probably, you know, continue on either once a month, whatever, and will you'll be able to read it ahead of time. I think a lot of the fans will probably do both. It does seem as if the Young Justice and the Young Justice fandoms as a a pretty, you know, a, a pretty dedicated fan base. I'm not going to say big, small, or anything because I don't know those numbers, but I did see a lot of people in the meantime they want to have. HBO Max and Warner Brothers And all that announce a, Another season of Young Justice and with, with this it seems like and I did See some people even reacting to it like Well this sounds great but Does this mean we're not going to get any more Of the cartoon which would be A shame it does seem like people do Really love it I asked Eric About it tonight while we Were recording in between things and he Is watching it he doesn't seem that Hip on it he said it's okay But that's Eric, you know. And here is a quote there. It's been terrific working with Christopher Jones again on another Young Justice comic. And I'm really excited for the fans to read Young Justice Target, says Wiseman, in the series announcement. It's a fully canon six-issue miniseries, picking up right where Young Justice Phantoms left off, with plenty of action nearly our entire cast and multiple new revelations. And I do like the continuations that you're able to do in comics. One of my favorite ones, again, a digital first book, Was the continuation of Smallville That that comic, when they continued Smallville And had a couple different seasons of that afterwards In the comic deal I really, really enjoyed those And if you haven't read those And you are a fan of Smallville And watch Smallville I say go and try to get a hold of those Either in the DC Universe Infinite app If you're able to get that Or even get the trades They are really, really good And then we continue with this Where each issue of Young Justice Targets We'll also include a backup bonus story detailing previously unseen adventures from past seasons. Seasons, not just for Phantoms, it seems, but seasons of the animated program. So we'll see how that goes and how that is. This is more, again, this isn't actually something that I'll be able to read. This is more for, because I, I haven't really watched any of the Unjustice stuff, including Phantoms. So I would be kind of left behind. But I like that it's there for the fans and people who watched the show because a lot of times when you talk about the idea and this is a big thing it's trying to crack the code every comic company especially dc and marvel they're trying to crack the code of how do you get movie goers and tv viewers how do you get that huge audience because i mean that is immense of an audience compared to who is actually buying comics each month so how do you get those people to actually buy a comic and Again, it, it, it's the idea. What would be the gateway drug? Well, maybe this could be something because it is fully and specifically for that crowd. This isn't something where, and I always bring it up where at Marvel even where you have a Black Panther movie. And then if somebody went and said, Oh, I'm going to check out the new Black Panther book. And you find out that he's in space without his memories. That doesn't go back to back. That doesn't coincide very well. Not really good synergy. But when you end up continuing the storyline from. The cartoon right into the digital comic you might be showing people hey look at this you never had a comic but here's how easy it is to get hey you can even read it if you get the you know infinite app okay they'll sign up for there and then they see that and then maybe you do say like okay what are the other things going this is the gateway drug of it all and that's what we need at DC we need more people to read we need new readers coming in and things like that to make this all bigger and better and everything so I like that. I, it's not for me, but I know that people who will read it and want to read it, that's something they can get excited about. So I'm all for that. The next deal is another book that was announced ahead of time. We'll get the solicits for July down the road maybe a couple weeks from now. But then what DC does, and even Marvel, everybody kind of, they start to drip and drab, release some items, get people fired up, and this is one. Superman Space Age tells the Man of Steel's life story and revisits Crisis on Infinite Earths. Okay, sounds okay. Me and my man Matt Razor right now on the Patreon, we are going through Crisis on Infinite Earths. We have a Crisis Power Hour podcast, we call it. Where at the moment we're almost done. We have one more issue of both Secret Wars, Secret Wars number twelve, and then Crisis on Infinite Earths twelve to finish up that, and then we're going to move on. Just as a little bit of a a shout out, if you wanted to go to the Patreon and and listen to these things, the next thing that we're doing is actually the combo, and it is the Justice League Avengers book that George Perez and the thing that came out, again, to give his family some benefits and some money and things like that. But that's what we're going to do next. But this is all about the Superman Space Age. Okay, I just said it's going back to Crisis. Ah, This title sounds neat, so here's what it's about. DC is going back to the original Crisis on Infinite Earths in a new three-issue series by writer Mark Russell and artist Mike Allred called Superman Space Age. Now, personally, I really love Mike Allred's art. I think that's great. Not a big fan of Mark Russell. Maybe somebody listening, if you are, that's fine. This might be something you're excited about. I tend to think that he goes a little too much with his social commentary. And really, a lot of times, to me, it's kind of surface level and kind of nonsense. But again, that's me. Here we go. This is a dream project for me, says Russell and DC's Announcement. Not only because I get to work with a genius like Mike Alred, but because I've always found Superman such a philosophically fascinating character, one which forces us to ask how different world would the world be if we chose to be our best selves. And already you're starting to gum it up for me. It does not sound any bit of anything I want to get involved with, but again, if you like Mark Russell, that's kind of par for the course there. Here is the official solicit for this. I'm going to read through this. And you can decide if this is something for you or not. Meet Clark Kent, a young reporter who just learned that the world will soon come to an end. Crisis on infinite Earth, it says. And there is nothing he can do to save it. Now, again, this plays off the idea. Sounds like a job for his alter ego, Superman. Yeah, when Clark Kent thinks there's nothing he can do to save it, of course it's Superman. That's going to go and save it. Seriously, Superman Space Age from a critically acclaimed writer, Mark Russell and Eisner, a winner, artist. Mike Allred will be available in comic shops on July 26, 2022. After years of standing idle, the young man from Krypton defies the wishes of his fathers to come out of the world as the first superhero of the space age. As each decade passes and each new danger emerges, he wonders if this is the one that will kill him and everyone he loves. Superman realizes that every good intention uh, is not backed up and without backlash as the world around him transforms. And no place is determined to destroy itself as he is to save it. Again, 80 page Superman Space Age number one by DC Comics in this uh, three issue prestige format deal. And it will be $9.99. So $10. I know you're getting 80 pages and you're getting 80 pages of Mike Allred, which is great, but $10 and it will arrive on the shelves July 26, 2022. Again, I don't know how this, you know, goes with the idea of Crisis on Infinite earth and things because Superman, we kind of know what he did and what he does and all that in that. So we'll have to see. We'll have to see how this is. But if it's your thing, then, you know, have at it. That'd be pretty cool. But that's it for the news. Again, I hope to continue doing this as we go forward, all of that stuff. But we're going to go off now and me and Eric are going to talk about the Penultimate issue of Suicide Squad And finish up with Maybe not liking it so much But you'll see All right, about now
2: Well he stares into the mirror Moosing up his hair Corey His kiss kisses to himself And he really thinks that tear is Well that's just every shape Corey Comets Looking for a starscreen Or maybe a hot cap Spends all his money buying all bad crap Well, that's just every
0: shape. There it is, Eric. It is the Khali Comics Remix here with yeah, our ending of this podcast. We have one more book, and this is a what confusing a book is. one.
2: Penultimate. Uh,
0: we ended up, yeah, and we ended up talking to the Suicide Squad, and you'll give the credits, which are different from what you have on the cover, which is odd, and a lot of people were, you know, wondering. What happened? What's going on? Uh, you ended up saying... I wasn't saying, one of those people. Well, no, you ended up sucks. cracking the code. And you said that Dennis Hopeless, coming on this book, you think that that signaled the beginning of suckiness. And now it's good. He gets to end the suck. So with that, what is the uh, credits for this
1: era? Suicide Squad number 14, written by Dennis Hopeless, with Arpa Eduardo Pancico, Julio Ferreira, Dexter Sori, Jeremiah Skipper, Peter Pentezis, and Wes Abbott. And like we talked about... We are post-war for Earth 3 now. We're coming back from Earth 3. We're going to see what Rick Flagg's going to do to pick up the pieces of everything that was left behind. The only problem with that is I don't think Dennis Hopeless knows anything about what was left behind. The nope. starts doing some wacky shit because you come back with Rick Flagg's Suicide Squad and some of our members of the Suicide Squad are like, you know, Cleb. Well, the ghost of Cleb and the ghost of Talon. Ghost. That's, that's a fucking thing for some goddamn reason. But now we have to continue on with the Suicide Squad, even though... I don't know what the status quo of anything in the DC universe is because when we have characters come back and Bloodsport comes back as well, even though we saw him at the end being a part of Amanda Waller's just- like Just Justice League, he's back and all of his freaking, you know, his brothers from the multiverse that he was in search of, they've all come back too. So he just has a bunch of his brothers that he now has to take care of in a strange world that they don't understand and don't belong to and he hates it. But what are we doing in this book? Because one of the first things we do is we have to realize the suicide squad is going to continue. Rick Flagg is going to continue the suicide squad. And for some reason, I don't know who actually does it. You have what's called an Amanda uh, a Waller contingency where jets and helicopters I come in. Tons of them, right? And they blow up Bell Rev prison. Bell Rev. And I don't understand because it says Amanda Waller, MIA. Is this Amanda Waller's actual contingency? If she doesn't show up, you blow up Bell Rev? Or is it the government showing up because Amanda Waller is missing and blowing up Bell Rev? All I want to know is that because... This is a prison with actual prisoners inside of here that, Th- that we just that's killed what gets everybody. Me, it, it
0: drives me nuts here because
1: the idea. now if It's this an actual is, location in the DC universe that didn't need to be blown if up. If this is
0: Amanda Waller doing this, and that was the contingency of if I disappear, that means I have to scrub she, this place she, and blow it up. She's
1: been on the run since the beginning of the series. She was on what was called Task Force X and, Island. And, 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 and
0: seriously, when you end up having this, and you end up having what appears to be what would be a military attack on it. It doesn't make sense. The idea that the Suicide Squad, Amanda Waller, first off, that's off the books. So you're not going to like when people start to this just gives you the. Why do they blow up Bell Reb? I'm talking like if I'm Batman or something or some other people like any. Why would you blow this up and accept that Dennis Hopeless doesn't have anything or any knowledge of this? But you're supposed to have editors that do and stories. So my big problem here, first off. Rick Flagg has to stop destroying equipment. This guy is destroying things You know, you guys no got reason. these brain
1: bobs. I'm going to have this thing here, this <laughs> iPad with all the buttons to blow up your brain. I'm going to snap this bitch in half. You would come like, in you and... You so lucky. I'm
0: telling you, he is one of those guys, after even what he did in the War for 3 and stuff like that, where he ends to me, like, you go and gay, hey, Rick, you want to play basketball? Here. You pass him the basketball. He gets a knife Six and a pops knife and it. Shoves it in. We ain't playing no basketball. I'd be like, oh, why? Nobody give anything to Rick Flagg. And then he actually takes the ball and goes, oh, so, that's not your ball, Rick. <laughs> He's like, screw you. And then stabs me as well. I don't understand. But when you go into this, it's a weird play. You you said penultimate issue. So you have two issues coming out of War for Earth 3. Did we need those? I don't think we do from I, I this. I don't even
1: know because I'm, just the concept... Of Rick Flagg's Suicide Squad where they are in Bell Rev. For some reason I and think it's the status quo of where we were at this book really needed to be reestablished outside of just showing up and saying, We're hanging in Bell Rev until we're not. Because what we had was Amanda Waller doing her kooky multiversal kidnappings, Rick Flagg in a prison until he breaks out and puts together his own suicide squad to counteract what she is doing, trying to stop her, but She was on the run. She was a fugitive from Argus and a freaking, you know, a public enemy number one to the country. That's why they had to relocate to Task Force X Island because they were on the run. They were in in hiding so that she can continue her work unabated. But what you have here is like, what do we do with this whole uh, Waller protocol? She's MIA. It's like, all right, Waller's MIA. And Then the Jets come in. They say, Bell Rev Prison eliminated. Task Force X disbanded. But then they go on to say, Suicide Squad disbanded. I'm like, you just said that with Task Force X suspended. Why did you say it twice? But there's more going on here than Task Force X. And we said the prisoners and stuff. But what is the status quo? What like what do you people think about Rick Flagg? Is he a fugitive to the state as well? I don't know.
0: I, we rarely talk about this sort of thing, but I'm going to bring it up because it's something that we were talking about in the Slack and also me and you talking a little. I was sending messages or whatever, but. There are a lot of sus things happening in some of the continuity. I'm going with, say, a Wonder Woman book where they don't even know what's going on with Deadman. They have no idea what Deadman is. You end up having this that feels so wacky. Even the work for Earth 3 throws up. And in this, you ended up having a, a lot of character work by Robbie Thompson leading this. You could have had these last two issues just being character moments with these characters just to set them up for what they're doing or whatnot. But I'm telling you, if you look at all these sus books, and I just mentioned, say, Wonder Woman, this you even have some other things Going on to uh, Team Titans Academy Stuff right. like that it's the same Editor it's the same guy and it's This guy Chris Rosa and I'm telling You every time something comes up Like this that I say what the hell Is going on this doesn't even make sense I look And it, this guy's on the books and when I Did talk to some people some writers Of some of these books and I say This doesn't make sense why are you doing that and they Say like a say Tim Sheridan doing the Earth 8 Harley Quinn, it's just Harley Quinn. Which doesn't make sense, yeah. He says, oh, this guy, this, he's the one who told me to do that. It always, and I I think, and this guy's only worked at DC for a year since him, but I don't think this guy knows what's going on, and they're relying, a lot of these newer writers and things like that, Dennis Hopeless, not being somebody who writes at DC, really, is maybe relying on some guy who has no clue what is going on. I know that we like to blame the writers or whatnot, but this guy's name keeps popping up on everything that drives me nuts about. A continuity at a point where we need to Nail down some things even if they are Going to change with Dark Crisis we need to Know what's happening you're ending a book And like you said we have no fucking idea What is going on with the suicide Squad. And even if they know in book What that even means they blow up Bell as if it's a hideout For Task Force X and that suicide Squad something different
1: from Task Force X that makes well, even no when sense. we have this situation, we get back to Bell Rev, the, the War for R3 is all said and done. Rick Flag's trying to figure out what to do next, and Kleber's like, "I'm still ghosty over here." It's like, and then t- the Ghost of Talent says, "I need you to do right by Her Flag. Get Kleber her body back." Like last time, and Flag says, "Right, yeah, of course." The uh, the the Lazarus what's it? I'm like, "You left her body on R Three. What the hell are you talking about? She's a ghost. Were you going to give the ghost a Lazarus message. <laughs> She's gonna fucking know. reincorporate." Because then even then it's like. Okay, we've had this whole thing. For some reason, dead man, Boston Brand, he can't be seen by normal people in normal continuity outside of that goddamn Wonder Woman book, but we just have ghosts that are hanging around here. They can touch things, but they can walk through things. It doesn't matter, but then there's talent after this. It's like, it's time for me to move on. I'm going to the other side. Goodbye, my friend.
2: Yeah, and Ghosts
1: uh, are actually eliminating a pretty good... <laughs> Did you go to hell? What happened here? Not even just a good character here, but a great nightling villain in his grandfather, William Cobb. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm saying. You, you now this is where you get upset sometimes when you have that multiversal deal and something set up cool. That's infuriating. But here is a regular character. That's a pretty big character. And again, is this a little bit of a wink, wink that we realize with Bell reverend getting blown up? I mean, seriously, right. is this a wink, wink that really? Nobody's Dark Crisis, been here. Like when Dark Crisis ends, is this really giving you that? I said people take uh, you know notice if things start getting killed, blown up, and things like that that seem a little out of the ordinary. That might signal that that dark crisis will give us a reset or a reboot, because why would you do this unless you have that? We didn't even know going into the series what the hell the Suicide Squad meant after all the things being taken down by Brian Michael Bendis Leviathan and also what we had in the Tom Taylor Suicide Squad leading into it. So we went in kind of on shaky ground at the end, they're just blowing up shit and announcing that it's destroyed. We don't even know who's saying that or talking or whatnot. And it seems very, very odd. And again, we like the character work in this book. This book was really hinging on the future state stuff and the idea of this Earth 3. We finally get the word for Earth 3 that thudded.
1: And it's a little different than what we had in future state. Well, but because it was like it's being averted, that path. it seems. Yeah, but it was
0: trying to head that way. It's a little different. And but I think that – I'm saying I think it was averted completely now. We wouldn't get but that we're on possible our future. But,
1: uh, and we have their Hero the Justice Squad, but
0: it's not the same members. No, I'm saying with this dark crisis, I think it's going to reset. We're never going to get to that future anyway with the way that's, that's headed and whatnot. We've already had the magistrate taken down and all that other stuff. But in this – and seriously, I actually got a note from somebody <laughs> – in the Get Fresh crew, that said that me and you should never talk about these connections anymore because they think it's bullshit and it infuriates them when we okay. talk about it because it's something that is obviously left behind. They said so. We'll never Still get to that. What we're doing? That. Teen
1: Titans Academy. I mean,
0: yeah, well, Teen Titans Academy is canceled too. It's it's uh-huh. a, a really funny thing that the two books that really centered on that are both canceled now. But and Green Lantern. Uh, yeah, and that's canceled. So you end up having. This Rodriguez, who is pretty much their version of Lady Clayface here, walking around and
1: even that. She's, like, I really, like to what's call her going Sandstorm, on? but
0: I have no idea what yeah, her name is. I, I mean, she's just walking around. She gets into the steel and she's like, hey, why isn't well, Bloodstored no, doing well, going, this? And-
1: going forward, though, after the bell rub was blown up, we we're just kind of hanging out with, you know, Rick Flags all bends up because the explosion took him out, but even weeks later, but we're pretty much doing different things to fund the Suicide Squad going forward because I don't think that Dennis Hopeless knows what Argus is or the government or how any of this works, but we have to split up our group to try to do whatever we can to make some money or put the team back together to be an actual winning Suicide Squad. So we do this, we have Peacemaker and Bug hijacking a bunch of trucks full of bizarro Superboys, a bunch of different matches who we saw previously were left over from the Agenda, which originally created Match, where we got the match that we have in this series. But it seemed like Superboy was going to take care of this with the Justice League after that big reveal happened, and that seemed like a long time ago. Are we still moving those bodies in trucks that, you know, Peacemaker and Ambush Book and hijack? I don't know, but it all goes to shit for them where, you know, they have to teleport a bunch of matches away to save their own lives, but they still end up with one sleeping match. So job kind of accomplished. Rodriguez is out there trying to get some weapons from military co- like complexes, but she's decking up the works, too, because she doesn't know how to be a superhero or a supervillain. She just got her powers yesterday. She might as well be Naomi here. And then the whole thing, too, where you have Mirror Master and Clebra and Bloodsport, well, mostly just Mirror Master and Clebra in the body of a guy who infiltrated a freaking a Mannheim gang trying to steal some stuff from them. They are just trying, like you know, we're essentially watching this team split up and just trying to do whatever they can to do these different jobs. But also, it seems like they need to be funded. Wait, like, I'm saying I don't know what these jobs are. Who's handing the jobs down? Like, I have to say that it's to be funded because ultimately that's where we're going to go for the next issue. We need to be funded, and I'm like, is that what we're doing here? Because hijacking trucks full of uh, matches i'm like are you getting them away from the agenda are you trying to uh, get are them you for yourself them? are so, they exactly, getting something what's know. the deal the weapons as well it seemed like the american military i don't know what you're doing here and even this red ruby that like this magical ruby from Mannheim, moneymaker manheim over here like i don't know what you're doing are you actually doing suicide squad missions i don't know because by the end of this issue the idea is we gotta stop taking L's. We need some W's. And to do that, we need to be funded. So fucking, we gotta kidnap ourselves. Alex so Luther. I'm like, I don't know what you're doing. I know this, this book is,
0: even at the beginning, it threw me off because you, like you said, all of a sudden blood sport shows up. He lands in a pool. And then it's like, okay, uh, you know, Bloodsport's here. You promised me here. my brothers. You promised me, you gave me your word. And all of his alternate universe dead brothers, but they're not dead. I just didn't even well, like that Well, they weren't dead before Well, I'm saying just this idea of saying all these dead brothers, and then they go, they get up, they're not his dead. His
1: brother in this world is dead. That's why he agreed to, like, you know, go to the multiverse to see his brothers. You would
0: say just alternate universe brothers. Right. They're not dead. The ultimate universe brothers who aren't his dead brothers. It just, it didn't even play out well. And he's like better, but that doesn't even make
1: sense to what we saw. And now we're just in his house, like being a bunch of layabouts it's pissing him off. I
0: just, I just, even that you have that going on. And is that enough for that? You you have two issues, one issue left now. And what are we going to do? Are they going to try to kidnap Lex? And then what, I mean, do something with this. That was why we liked the book going through this was the character work and now you just get Dennis Hopeless, and this is just
2: Were we fucking getting a match
1: to try to have ourselves a new Bizarro Superboy on the team, even though he wouldn't be the same and possibly has damaged just the rest of these matches that did wake up and tried to kill them? Are we getting on the own team? Are we t- taking this because we need guns on our team, and we have this magical fucking Ruby from Moneymaker Manheim to try to do something with that? I don't know if it's just, are these the things that we need to collect, our little one-issue scavenger hunt to make the team better to be funding this because we need Lex Lither by the end to fund our Suicide Squad, and obviously the only way to do that is to kidnap him but just imagine here's our suicide squad now rick flag had an amazing suicide squad before the war for earth restarted but even before that though before that war could start we had a war and cheetah zapped away to the phantom zone so we didn't get to do dick with them but where's the parademon at like what happened to him like where is Black Hand? Remember we freaking the Suicide Squad went to Ella to freaking kidnap York or you know release York, but also Black Hand who came into the war and he subdued John Stewart the Emerald Knight and we didn't do anything with him after them. Like where is Black Hand? Please tell me.
0: So again, we the War for Earth three right? it didn't pan out as well as you thought. No, and even then we talked to say Jeremy Adams and he did say the idea where they weren't originally him and Tim Sheridan were not involved. We said that when the original yes. solicits came out. At the last second, they were told, Hey, by the way, you have to throw this in. So right there shows that there's nobody at the helm that knows. And in this one, which is the penultimate issue, which you would think they have a bit of time because of that war for a three, at least a month or so, whatever. And you have three artists on it where this just seems cobbled together and thrown in and nobody's even checking stuff. Like you said, just the idea of the. Uh, eliminate a Test Force X Disband it Suicide Squad Disband it Like are you just Repeating yourself That Seems doesn't right. make sense And that is something That is a mistake From somebody Seemingly a mistake From somebody Who just does not Understand the things Either the writing Or editing Or checking Or what not Because that is Ridiculous That is like Almost saying Hey did you kill The uh, Batman Yeah how about the black, the, the Dark Knight? Did you? Yeah, I did get him as well. And, what about like, the world's
1: greatest detective? Shit, I missed the Cape Crusader oh, I too. I missed
2: him, but the Cape Crusader—he's still out in the back. Like,
1: come on! At the end of this, even the beginning of this, for what you have from a really amazing Suicide Squad team for the lead up to the War for Earth three, what you end up with here is Rick Flag leading a team consisting of Peacemaker, Bloodsport, kind of Ambush Bug, Mirror Master. The ghost of Calebra and Doctor Rodriguez. Even
0: just that ghost, like how much that doesn't make sense. Out of nowhere, she got killed, becomes a ghost. They can see her. She can inhabit bodies. She can then. She's one the powers of Boston And brand. we said that basically her dying was her biggest upgrade. She became unstoppable because she died. I mean,
2: obviously, you can't kill her.
1: Everything you loved about this book previously, though, like the bringing Peacemaker in and like, what's he going to do to like, you know, go against Manowar just because we just got done watching the Suicide Squad movie. We all love John Cena's Peacemaker. That was great. We want to see more of that. But when you have like Match, who we thought was Superboy for a long time, his relationship with Nocturna. Oh, what happened with that? Ah, uh, they're on our three. Don't worry about that. Oh, we also love Clever and Talon together. It was like Han and Chewbacca with the Who's. It was hilarious. I want to see more of that. Oh, no, Talon's dead and moved on. I'm like, well, what about Clever? Oh, she's a ghost now with dead man powers. I'm like, why? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. <laughs> but she's cool. Who, who's her big powerhouse now? Dr. Rodriguez. Who's that? Oh, you don't remember that doctor who was kind of going against Mandalore but playing with her at the same time? No. Well, that's not a big deal because she doesn't matter.
0: You said that once ambush bug entered this book it it just completely took a nosedive
1: but this issue seems weird too because the blood sport that you have in this is the old blood sport not this new blood sport. i know
0: i i just i don't
1: i don't think anybody uh i but think
0: this was a turn in black i'd siren. like to say this Come was on. mailed in or something but i mean how can you fuck it up that much and say i mean this was just a nonsense issue that didn't make any sense you were really not even showing that you know the continuity, or not even, I'm not even gonna say continuity. I'm just saying basic concepts of DC are just thrown out the window to get
2: this. Well, crazy I wanna know what the basic deal.
1: concepts are. Like, how does this work now with Amanda Waller gone since she was a fugitive of the state previously and on the run? Like, what is Argus doing right now? What is the status quo of this section of the DC universe? We don't deal with any of that. We just blow up Bell Rev. You blow up weird Bell missions. Rev.
0: That, I, mean, that, this I don't is,
1: understand why.
0: This is just like, you know, Brian Michael Bennis comes in. And is like, what are these things, Argus? Okay, blow it up. Uh, what, what's that idea? Blow it up without ever really thinking about maybe the ramifications. But what that actually means, blowing up a prison this isn't a hideout. This isn't, a,
1: you know. All those villains. Who died in this that? This isn't the honeycomb hideout here. There are a lot of big villains in that prison. Well, you don't know this either, but in the honeycomb hideout, a lot of villains as well. Don't go there. <laughs> exactly. I know. Like, I want to hang out at the honeycomb hideout. All of a sudden, I got raped. I know. <laughs> well, that happens. Also, you have to eat shitty cereal. not a big fan of the honeycombs at all.
0: Uh, but yeah, and then at the end, to really throw the dick into it, right? Is the idea? Hey, you know everybody, Lex Luthor, who's a huge thing coming up, and we've seen that he's even gotten the the Legion of Doom never disbanded. We have this, all that. Hey, we're going to kidnap him. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think this no, is going to go well. You're, you're a bunch of assholes, is what the, this team. This. I can't. I don't even. I want to say it's a joke, but it's not funny. So it's not even. A like, joke. Is just it just
1: a joke. end with them going to kidnap Lex Luthor and all getting killed, or just fucking arrested. I don't understand. Seriously, they better not, because now they're more powerful than they've ever been. There'll be a bunch of fucking they're ghosts. Force ghosts everywhere. Ghost squad. Task force ghost. Running around. Ooh. Peacemaker looks at Calabra, fucking you know, Lex Luthor's in his power suit about to blast. Like you strike me down and become more powerful <laughs> than they could That's possibly all it imagine. Is.
0: They're Obi wanting this, and then shit. he strikes
1: him down, and then he goes right to he hell.
0: Strikes him down <clears throat> now. Everybody's on Hoth, and they're telling him to go to Dagobah. I I don't know, but yeah, when you you set up, I mean, just imagine. We have talked about the stakes that are set up or not set up in a Suicide Squad book. The Lazarus Resin throws some sort of, throws something in their butt when you pull it out, you have the idea where you can kill the people because they need the, the greed, or not the greed, but they need the Lazarus. You now don't it, need it, the it, brain. Did things, Clement, right?
1: When she died, when they were on their fucking hell mission, did she? when she died, did she die and go to hell, or did she was did, when she died in hell, did her ghost show up there because that's where she was? Because that's what happened when she died on Earth, three. Right? She just showed up where she was. She
0: just wanted like to tell and, and you were talking about where it's happening and stuff, but what I'm saying is the idea where in a Suicide Squad book, you kind of have to play with, is there stakes or not? A lot of times if you have Harley or Deadshot, you don't think. Now, Tom Taylor proved this wrong with Deadshot, but Harley isn't going to die. All right, there's not as many stakes. So when you end up having somebody like Calabra, oh, my God, we really love her. This character could get killed off any second. So there's that. She dies and becomes the most ultimate ghost ever. I, I don't know how much you can throw the stakes away when there's a Suicide Squad member that dies and that becomes the all-powerful
1: oh, Just ghost. imagine that. The Suicide Squad, they all die a mission, become ghosts <laughs> and complete the mission because they're the most powerful beings of all time. <laughs> they
2: just end up where they and actually- And then they take
1: c- it back to the streets and take out Amanda Waller because what's that bitch going to do now? I'm a good, good, g- ghost.
0: Yeah, they could just end up, uh, you know, possessing her and then I mean, they end up where, okay, let's go to the Justice League and possess them
2: now. Then, and then then at then the come end, back. they
1: kill Amanda Waller. Actually, Amanda Waller kills us. Trying to defend oh, no. herself against these ghosts And there's weird animated <laughs> freaking shadows From the movie ghosts come out and take her ass to hell
0: I thought actually you were going to say Then she becomes a ghost She has ghost brain bombs And that now it's like
1: a fight in the Phantom Zone Yeah, All I, physical it, I mean we loved Calabra.
0: The minute she became a, a semi-corporal ghost that a, can... When, when Calabra
1: became a ghost, when ambush bug <laughs> joined this freaking book, I want to imagine this is when Dennis, Dennis Hopeless started writing with Robbie Thompson. And all the parts of this book that I don't like are all Dennis Hopeless if parts. If that's
0: the case, I'll say Hack City. And uh, also the idea, Calabra wants to go to heaven. And then Talon and, uh, you know ends up, William Cobb ends up being able to just say... I'm heading out. Peace out. I might be going to
1: hell or whatever. He finished his business, Jim.
2: But, but did he?
1: What was his business? He said, Rick Flagg, you make sure you find her body. Oh, my God. I'm going to heaven. <laughs>
0: somewhere. Like, can't Goodbye. Collaborate just go? I think that we'll see Collaborate go to heaven next time. You have to at least give us that. But somewhere. So I can just bring her back. I like that character. I'm thinking of the idea where, like well, you said, you some of these characters going. I figure that this is like a video game and somewhere there's a glitch. That parademon is just bumping into a wall somewhere constantly like there's the glitch there that they can't move on or whatever in the game because we end up not seeing characters that just dis. Black Hand just said this book is below me. I'm not slumming it out this shit. I'm out. And goes out
1: and he's going to do his things. And I just I'm trying to remember who we had here. And I don't even know how I type it up to look in a goddamn Google search. But who did we have in Rick Flag's Suicide Squad? Because I like who was going to oppose Amanda Waller's. Because I thought that team was amazing. Because I know we had Mirror Master to start things out. What happened to the fisherman? Did he get the fisherman? Yeah, he might have. But he also had uh, what's Zod? Lord Zod, yeah, Lord which Zod had him, which we really like. A pair of demon, fucking amazing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know. Like hey, all the of these amazing all characters that we got together to oppose. Friggin', you know, Amanda Waller's crew. We didn't do dick with anybody. You know, oh. We just have mirror masks to still still it out. That's it. Yeah, he's, he's drinking it up
0: and doing his thing. You know, it ain't no thing for him. At least I remember at points we were just getting randomly boomerangs showing up and then disappearing but things as well. she was for, like, and two and issues
1: and yeah. 3 out of nowhere with the Harley Quinn of Earth 8, which didn't make any goddamn sense. Yeah, now she's, you know. She's just gone. gone. Yeah, she's Maybe gone. Maybe she I made her way back home. We'll never know. She's now on Earth 213. Fucking Earth 8. I hope she went back and the empty hand just destroyed
2: her <laughs> immediately. <laughs>
1: destroyed.
0: Actually, she goes back and they're like, who are you the analog to? You don't make sense. Get off. Get out of here. Where people were really hinging on the idea that they were going to try to retroactively make that make sense for her being, hey, look, it was just me Harley acting crazy again. You know me, crazy Harley. But we had just done that in Detective Comics, so what the fuck? Get all the characters that we hate. I mean, there are a bunch. Why Deadline? Not? And, and he's already dead. I'm Thank saying gosh. we'll just assume that everybody that you hate, Bell Rev, they're done. They got the strength. Now they're the ghost. They just ended up making the most incredible army ever oh, no. by doing that ghost. They will live on
1: forever. Oh, my. and nothing but, uh, can stop them. Uh, Why did you give this? All of a sudden, I gave this a fuck you five, just a regular five, but for anybody out there want to know, it is a, what we call a fuck you five out there. But if I'm going to give this anything, it's going to be a 3.5 out of 10. The art's amazing in this book. I really enjoyed this book at one time, but this issue was not it. The storytelling is weird. It's, I'm going to say awful, but it is awful. It is. And I just see that this series should not have gone anywhere. The War for Earth 3 at first seemed like a great setup, but then it just became a scavenger hunt. And when we finally got to the War for Earth 3, all I cared about was Rick Flagg's Suicide Squad. It did nothing. Black Hand's missing. I don't know what's happening. Now we're just doing random jobs that I don't understand with horseshit fucking, you know, like continuity and characters and stuff. I don't know. It it makes me angry.
2: Fuck you! Yeah,
0: I'm giving it a two. And, And that, I'm telling you, that's giving the art a four. <laughs> it's
1: that bad. Like what happened to this book? At one point, this book was on our pool list, and then it just like you know hit a curve and went downhill fast. Yeah, yeah, you know, cover your ears. This is hogwash. It's uh, what oh
0: they're it <laughs> doing. Uh, it is though. It ends up where nobody uh, the, no, who is driving the ship here because nobody knows what they're doing. I think that they looked at the wrong map because they have no idea even simple concepts and whatnot. And one of the big, I mean, just even that idea of Bloodsport and his brother, like. That might be the funniest part of it, and even that infuriated me, and all this going on, but screw this. This is bullshit. This I want to say one it was thing canceled. about this.
1: I do want to, like, you know how we had in um the hell? I want to say it was a Moroni. I can't remember now. I'm going to feel like an asshole, but that character in that Batman, like um the Batman Beyond Urban Legends issue, where we had Batman Beyond going and interrogating that cybernetic Maroney character. Okay, yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. Like that character in that future of Batman. The idea of the third generation of crime family guy, Chet Moneymaker Manheim here, I do want him to continue because he's such a (laughs) douchebag with a laser gun. Uh, He
2: is a douchebag. It is funny. He calls himself
1: Moneymaker. And I just want, like, you know, the shame of man. Here comes
0: the money theme song to come out. Moneymaker Mike, that was the the sidekick of Froggy Fresh slash Krispy Kreme, And you know that I love them. Uh, But when you you end up with this, this is where, again, a lot of people, they keep saying, I don't like DC because they're always rebooting. And then that's the thing where you can look into, are they – Are they really rebooting? Are they doing this? Like the idea of a real, real reboot. I think people take that a little over the top. But what Marvel seems to do a lot is maybe they'll reboot or reset a book. Not the whole yet. This Suicide Squad at this point ending like this. We have one more issue. But this book, just even going back, you may have liked the Tom Taylor deal, which I like the characters and things like that. But even that idea. Of it being funded by a dupe Black Mask. Like,
1: what is going Black on? Black Mask has genetically altered himself to look like Ted Kuhn, like who is Ted now Korn, funding, then funding the that. Task Force X, who has kicked Amanda Waller out until she's back in. Yeah,
0: even if you like
1: that, that's fine, right? And
0: a lot of people did. We liked it. We actually begged people. But the idea of the concept of a suicide squad in the DCU is so fucked up right now. My hogwash, Eric, that. You need to reset something. Something has to be done. If you want to continue with the Suicide Squad book, you're going to have to hammer out how this is working, what is going on, Bill Redby. That's
1: that's post-dark crisis. Well, this is
0: why I'm saying people arguing like, we don't need a reboot. We don't need a reset. There are books like this and a lot of the stuff going on. We do. And when we do it, you better get people who know what they're doing. To give us something that makes sense And really hammers out a decent And well thought out continuity Not bullshit thrown on the page Like this is what you're getting now This sort of hey let's just Do this and we'll mention that and we'll do that But we don't know what it is but we'll do it This is what we have to get away from
1: and hopefully Dark Crisis does We need another wishing machine to freaking wish for better I don't stories
0: care. here's my wishing machine
1: I want shit to make sense and I want Books that
0: are connected in a Loose enough but synergistic way That I don't go from one book to the other Wondering what the hell happened And then when I go in that they don't seemingly know Task Force X and Suicide Squad isn't the same thing. Seriously. An ambush bug, well, maybe a
1: semantic situation because this is the organization and the squad itself or what we have, but they're both known as the same thing. So I'm, I'm telling you, I can make it work possibly.
0: But add that into the idea that Amanda Waller was on the this, I know why we're doing this, I know. And also the idea of leading into this where there wasn't necessarily a Suicide Squad. Everything starts to get real. T- I need more than that. And please, I hope but, that Ambush Bug could have been in that Bell Rev and just I, blown up. I just up. want
1: everybody to take a moment of silence for all the the villains uh, that we lost in the, the fall of out Bell for Rev. R.I.P. Everybody that's <laughs> unnamed. <turned> <laughs> that's what happened. It blew up. Uh, yeah.
0: I, it's funny too because with that, all I think of is Croc. Ask for a moment of silence, and all you do is play <laughs> JJ Walker. I, I sit there, and I, I really do think like Killer Croc. He's out. He's fine. He must be in uh, there. He's one of them uh, second chances, Jim. He's well, fine. we could we could go. Uh, those chances ran out. But again, now he's ghost croc. Don't need a ghost crocodile, man.
1: So it's like a fucking Scooby Doo episode.
0: How else are you going to destroy the over? You know, the darkness and the pariah, unless ghost. you have a a power of a ghost army just going well, at a, it.
1: That's what we need at the end of Return of the King. Well was, yeah, that's true. No,
0: no, it is Return of the King. It, that's what we're doing. We're making ghost army. Is what we're having. I nice. say the end. I think oh it was the early and then they fucked off
1: real quick. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. But they
0: turned the tides. How are you going to keep the ghost army happy? I mean, what do you give a ghost? Hey, uh, going, a blanket? Come over here. Help us so out. They're like,
2: oh, they want trick or treating? Is that what a ghost does? He wants the trick or treats? <laughs> I don't know. That's what I kind of want to know. <laughs> I just imagine they give him a bedspread and they go out trick or treating. Ah, oh, yes. Well, almost... Not a pillowcase, a fucking whole bedspread. Oh, yeah, a whole bedspread. Uh, they're so tall. Up the sides. They're
0: tall, those ghosts. Uh, but yeah, or it's like a little bed that I would use. It's a pillowcase, Jim. Fuck me. I, I usually use a pillowcase or a bedspread. I'm a little guy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I'm like Tiny Jim. Please, Oh, yeah. Oh my goodness
0: gracious. I was thinking more of the
2: through the tulips. No, I was
1: just oh, thinking of yeah, Dickensian Tiny Tim. I know, I know.
2: Thank you. Oh, I just want you
1: with a crutch begging on the streets, honestly. Hey, yeah.
2: You got any despair changes? <laughs> Get, away from, <laughs> Get me. away from me, you old man. I'm not an old man. I'm a little bit of a curmudgeon, though. Oh, here I am. I'm a noosey. I don't know. Eric. My whole my noosey. whole
1: continuity is really wacky. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> oh, this book sucked. All right. That's it, Eric. What is your book of the week? My book of the week is Batman Killing Time number
0: two. Yeah, mine is Batman 122, Uh, hoping that the Shadow War picks up a little from that. But yeah, a little bit of a down. Week for us here at the Weird I Sun deal. Studios. But that doesn't mean that you stop reading comics, because eric once said, would I? Go, read comics. go read comics. Because you know what? When the comics are, here's that's my little all. slogan. Here's New my comic little book slogan. It's just
1: another week away.
0: It is. And it's like it springs eternal. But the idea if you end up reading a bad comic, you're just going to end up, you go read comics because that's where you get the good ones then, Eric. Yes, well, there's, always the hope, how right? works. there's always the hope. There's always the hope. And here's the hope that we have here. You could give me a little, like, side wink, Eric. I won't see. But you, you wink. I'll know which ones you wink. And now when I mention these books, and you give me a wink of the ones that you think might be better, and then you wink on the left eye if you think that they're, and I'm, you know, R.I.P. I've already forgotten the rules. R.I.P. left eye. I don't, there's no rules there. Just wink at me. I just want somebody to kind of, and in my mind, I'm going to pretend that you like me. This is what's going on. Oh my God, look at that guy winking at me. Oh my, I still got it. Still got it. I do. Here's what we have next week. Two of these books will be on the Patreon spotlight. I have my picks by the end that are never right, but I'll still give them Good. because that's how I play the game, Eric. I don't know about you. I know my Batgirl's number five. Hopefully, I get on board with that as well as hopefully o- it's just le- five of six. Left eye, you went- winked at me. Uh but with that, it's I don't even solicitus. Uh, never mind. I need the deal where Batgirls kind of. Let's get a little focus. Let's get some focus going on. You have too many villains going on. Uh, the seer has not kind of disappeared, character.
1: right? You have all we these characters and not enough character. I don't even understand how and that works. God, that is a hot tick. I wish I had
0: that. I know Batman Catwoman number 11. One of, one of the big things being pushed here was the Batman Catwoman number
2: 12, which I so will tell you
0: comes out June. So Good. we'll have to wait a little, but no it sub-tab. was that's why you were giving like all of a sudden it was the big thing of the wedding and that yeah. cover and stuff so that I still think it's just a cover. We'll see. The solicit says full-out winning. Oh, the solicit says, Uh, does it? Yeah, Batman Catwoman number 11, though, comes out. We'll continue doing that. We have Batman Urban Legends number 14, a book that really, really has really (laughs) fallen flat. No, I don't think so. I have to look. It might start this month. Uh, We'll see. But that's a book that seems like it's really kind of lost interest with a lot of people going on. I'm sure that the price tag uh, doesn't help that out. Eric? On uh, the next one, Flashpoint Beyond Zero. Really? I believe this will be on the Patreon.
1: Like I don't want to go back to Flashpoint. I just want to see what's going on with Flashpoint Batman after he got all
0: mega beamed. I think that this also ties in a little bit of doomsday clock stuff and also seems to be something that might push forward into the dark Crisis. Also so. I
1: need to know how this destroyed main timeline is somehow still a pseudo. And that's kind what of we world. think,
0: but this seems to kind of be past that. But I don't know.
1: You've got
2: it
0: Mime and Marionette sense. in it. <laughs> So that kind of gives you that feel of the Doomsday Clock and and stuff
1: like that. That's the thing is, like, were they a part of that world? Because the Mime and Marionette were from the Watchmen world. Yeah,
0: I think that this is not exactly just Flashpoint. I think that this is a lot of dead worlds that have collected in, okay, kind of being almost like a
1: convergence.
0: That's my theory of it, where you have a lot of things kind of being melded in, and it is a villain called like Clockwork that Thomas Lane is trying to figure out. What this means and what's happened. So I'm interested. I said to people, I, I saw that preview, looked at it and whatnot. And I'm I'm pumped up for it. I'm I'm excited for it. So hopefully
1: it it is something that's good. That's your spring event, aren't the right? The Clockwork Killers on the yeah. loose. We have to go back to the flashpoints for some reason, and maybe the Doomsday Again, Clocks. It
0: may just be that the Omega Beam. Sent Jeff to Johns Retribution. We'll to so we have Green Lantern number twelve. That's good enough. Just. Just as a little side if you weren't aware, that's the end. It's ending there where you're gonna have that and the the talk of the town, and this is straight from I think Joshua Williamson said he actually fumbled a bit and when he told everybody about the Justice League dying in their characters, he never got a hold of Jeffrey Thorne and said, By the Such way, a tick move. <laughs> John Stewart is gonna die. And then all of a sudden after that
1: the solicits for any Green Lantern, they weren't well, any more all solicits. All we've been doing is pumping up John Stewart to the godhood, where he's the most powerful being there is, and he doesn't know they come up. Oh, yeah, that dude's dead. why? And it's weird, because when I didn't see a solicit, this is something, you
0: know, I, I try to do my due diligence, and I ended up saying, wait a second, there's not a looks like solicit in, in May. you saw that. And June, yeah, because that's when those solicits were going. So I ended up getting a hold of Jeffrey and saying, hey, I didn't see a solicit for Green Lantern. And his response was, nope, you didn't. And then I said, does that mean anything? And he goes, yep. And all right. That's all I got. But cool. I think cool. he was a little pissed off about it. I am Batman I number eight. Yeah, I would be too. Even if we're not enjoying the book as much as we want to. that is, a I enjoy the of.
1: concept of the book outside of White's
0: Out. Yeah. Uh I am Batman number eight. We're really liking that. Now that we're in New York, yeah. So I suggest if you haven't been reading that book, you know, give it a shot. It's really good, and you know, really just start at like six. Season if you six, really is want where to see. it really begins. Yeah, that's the deal. Season, now, issue season six. six. Why not, Eric? That's what they do. Speaking of which, now help me, season two.
2: <laughs> I, <guess> I was <laughs> staring at that when I was saying, I know
0: it fucked me up. Uh, and again, I thought that was the lunch. Okay, what is going on now? will we'll. we'll probably continue with
1: that we got to find out what happens to that Thanagarian.
0: yeah we weren't really that hip of the the first issue and or the first season I, yeah well that's true we were a little down in, and this was another one when you end up having the rankings come out and the sales i expected naomi to kind of be a big thing because a lot of people seemed to say you want
1: her to be moneymaker man? oh How my money god
0: man? yeah <laughs> and when it came out it it really didn't do that well And that shocks me because people, I guess people sometimes talk bigger than they're actually going to do, Eric. I don't know. The hell you say. One of the funny things, though, when I was doing the Solicits podcast where I ended up, and I did realize, I hadn't done the Solicits podcast in a little bit. That is where I actually would always know when you would ask me how long a a series is, and I used to know, and then I didn't. I realized that's because I hadn't done that in a bit. But when I was reading that Naomi uh, Solicit for June, it starts off with like straight out of the sensation of the new TV sound. Really?
1: Yeah, Some it was in the Jim. You gonna believe that? Uh, yeah, no,
0: not that because I don't know. Maybe they think it's a sensation now, but yeah, that TV only. show, Jim. Well, obviously say. it's a sensation. Maybe What's I don't know. I yeah, I don't. I I guess the season was over. I didn't hear many Is people talking about seasons? it. No, I don't know. They're those assholes, like my mother. Assholes. I don't. I'm saying no. my mother now. No I don't really want to. You know, call that there. I, I, hey, I'm half Brit, Eric. I'm allowed.
2: i Superman. I'm
0: an asshole. Sit so there, Superman. And I think that's the British side, not the ever-loving German side of here. They never <laughs> done nothing <with> to no one. <laughs> no, no. Superman. It's the idea of Germany. Yeah, but those seasons in Britain, Oh my God, they're the worst. Superman, Son of Kal El, number ten. Oh, my. Let's see what's going hell on. What the happens I, in this issue? Do you remember? Did I do remember. Nightwing won, and we're going after Lex Luthor, right? Yeah, we were doing that. Let me tell you that I did see something was told from this next issue. While
1: in this, or is that Nightwing? Oh, no,
0: no, that's, that's Nightwing. Nightwing. Let me just tell you, Eric. You're going to find out in this that maybe you were right all along. I don't want to spoil
1: anything or not, but you
0: might have been right all along. We'll see what that means. Wonder Woman 786. And this is what I'm talking about, the idea where I say, Oh, we're getting back to the trial of the Amazons. It almost feels like it's over. <laughs> like, really, we're back to that? that like, hard. it's been a little bit since we talked about. Well, some we still of have the a trial that I, to do, you I know? really end up where I'm like, yeah, really, like that doesn't get
2: me that excited.
0: But we'll see. Now, if you are reading a lot of other things or excited about some things, the Sandman Universe Nightmare Country number one comes out. It's not something that we end up dealing with but that ends up coming out as well if that's Part your... five of
1: trial of the amazons
0: yeah it just seems like you know like, really that's still going on oh okay 4 for that book outrageous outrageous i think you have the young diana you back still then. outrageous why would you have that? <laughs> outrageous why would you have that in that sort of deal and now I it wanted to bring it up, in. and I wanted to make sure of this: the Sandman universe, steal the Nightmare Country. If this is something you'd be interested, in, maybe you don't know about it or whatnot. It legit, it's James Tynan, and a lot of people like oh, the the James Tyne, stuff huh? and whatever. And yeah, it's a James Tynan book, so maybe people might want to get involved with that. I know Ruben's probably going to read that one. He loves it. He loves the Sandman stuff. lot of people love Sandman dreams, yeah. Stuff. So, and it's James Tynan again. Not doing anything much else going forward with DC, but he's doing this, so. You have that, but all in all, I do think that in the on the the spotlight, I think it'll be Flashpoint Beyond, as well as for some reason, I think they're going to go Green Lantern uh, just out of nowhere, Eric. But okay. we'll see. We'll see. Batcat Cat is one that they like to grab on there. Not that well. maybe we'll season two. No, maybe that kind of does have like a monkey, uh, monkey prince feel like they yeah. want to keep that, but we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Uh And again, if people don't know the process, if you're on the Patreon. And you're a badass of the Get Fresh crew. I put a poll up with all the books and then they vote on them. And the top two winners are on the Patreon spotlight that comes out every Thursday night. So you have to be. But that's for everybody that didn't listen to that. And that is over at patreon.com slash weird science. You can check that out as well as a ton of other shows, including what I did put out for the Thank God It's Friday. Uh, a little hot off the presses kind of deal. Me and Stork are going through Batman versus Predator, which I did say was Eric Shea's pick. Sure. Eric, was. You picked that, that one. First issue, kinda rough, but fun.
2: <laughs> it, it was rough, but I, I didn't enjoy it. the Predator.
1: What do you want? Here? And it did have some funny things with the Predator that I'm I think the Predator wait till um, next month when you get Superman versus Aliens. Yeah, really. Well the Predator comes or into Green Lantern me, versus
2: Aliens.
0: He comes into the concrete jungle of Gotham and I really do think he starts slumming it up a bit. I'm like, come on, Predator, you know better than this. But he does end up fighting Batman in that first issue pretty cool. Uh, but with all of that, that is it for the podcast. Thank you uh for i email Luis again if you want to email it is weird at gmail dot com and we read everything, all of that jazz all that check out the website and go to the what is it the twitter's at weird science d c but that's but it, the Remember, w- uh, well also, I didn't even say the the website deal it is weird dot com and then the instagram is weird science comic where I end up having that uh it's a combo. It's DCM Marvel and stuff like that. So check all that out. It's all in the show notes, whatnot. Remember oh to read comics, guys. Eric. Go read comics. But what do we say at the end of the show?
1: Everybody have a great week. Week. Keep it weird. Weird. And we'll see you in seven. See you in seven. You are all weirdos. Weird
0: science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.